right, you know, I've never seen Ricochet and Andrew Tate in the same room. Just something to ponder on. Enough of the code switching. The hit in my soul been on the ropes. I'm ready to grow. So get to know me. Keep your head up. I want you to grow. Singing in the shower is all fun and games until you get shampoo, you know. Yeah, right, okay, what? Okay. Dennis is so awkward. No contest. Wait. 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 You put this over, not just that, not just that. You put this over pop. You put this over equipment. You put this over uh, rap music. You put this over all eyes on me. Time and again and again that I'm really him. Oh, you ain't up. It's not just for the show, but that you entertain anybody. It kind of goes into my whole spiel about music and everything like that. The, get the game you, related stuff. Why'd you, why'd you right? elongate music? This man said music. music is powerful. Music. Why are you elongating? Because it's music. What are you a cow? Why? <laughs> it's music. Not music. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's only one you. Yes. You have to put emphasis on that you. Look at me now, you chose your route out of you. You're weird. You know, you're being weird right now, bro. Yes, I, I, I am very weird. Local neck. Local, local, local neck destroys Waterside District with a helicopter. In the words of Chisel Don, local knee. Local esophagus shuts it down for everyone. Something in the water, yeah, it's a hellcat. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Oh, that's why Pharrell won't come back. I don't think he shut it down. <laughs> we don't even have a stage anymore. He just came down here doing like 180. I don't know what happened. Oh my god. She really been here through the fall. She the only thing I need. I want to be free. I know that they want me for my ideas. So they yo 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 what is going on it is that time again welcome to the show this is unbounded i'm your host mr top shelf only the truth Love me i got my boy the outlier and i'm gonna let our special guest introduce himself in the only way that he can and if you guys didn't know get familiar i am the diligent vigilant meticulous sagacious conscientious analytical methodical individual the chisel adonis yes sir yes sir how is everybody doing today, man? Uh, I'm good, bro. It, football is back. Like, college football is back. It seems like, and not just football, college football is back, but football season is back in general. And it seems like, and I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it seems like it gets further and further away, even though it's the same amount of time. We always <laughs> know it ends in February and March and starts back up again in July and August. But it seems Honest? like in March it's like, that's like, feels like December. I think it kind of did help ease the pain a little bit with the USFL, and then next year we're supposed to have that and the XFL. So it won't be as bad going forward. Hopefully things go well with both of those leagues because this is indeed my favorite sport. Yes. As I'm watching Stephen F. Austin go against Jacksonville State now. Yeah. 
Well, what about you? What about our guests? How you doing? How you doing, sir? Well, uh, um, I, I, I'm feeling all right. I'm okay. I can't complain. Um, football is back. I'm excited for that. I think one of the reasons why it probably feels so distant is because there's a void after, um, I want to say after the NBA Finals, where it's really just baseball that's going on. Training camp is just starting to get into full swing. But for the most part, you're not really seeing like hockey is done. Everything's over. And baseball is not really hitting its stride yet, because really, who wants to watch baseball until the playoffs anyway? So <laughs> since that's the case, you know, um, it, it everything just feels very, very, very slow. But, um, yeah, with the USFL, XFL next year, I'm excited for their um, success. I'm hoping that it works out. It gives other players an alternative to, you know, if they don't get drafted or something like that. Of course, they're not going to be able to compete with the NFL. But I'm, I'm wondering what that USFL, XFL thing is going to look like next year with them probably going head-to-head. So that's going to be very interesting. Very, very. Yeah. Um, I, but for me personally, so have you – have you, I've been trying to get into other sports. Like, for example, I'm a huge soccer guy. I love soccer, you know? And I find myself getting into, like, I find myself getting into hockey, like, watching a little bit of those playoffs. Because for some reason, like, at, unlike it was normally do, like, after college basketball was over, I didn't, I couldn't get into pro. You know, mm-hmm. not even during playoff time. I'm like, yo, this is, this ain't it, you know? And then I was watching soccer on and off. But like this year with the World Cup coming up too, yep. you know. But now in the middle of football season, it might be a little hesitant. But do you find do you find yourself looking for alternatives during uh, during the season in between football seasons? Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, um, one hundred and ten percent. Like I tried to. I went to two hockey games for the very first time. Um, ironically enough, you know, the Rangers were in the playoffs and nearly made a push for the, um, I believe it was the finals. I think they were in the conference. Well, I don't know if they call the conference finals. I don't know what they were called. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went, I went to, um, round one and then another game in round two. And then I was going to go to, um, I think it was the games. If they were to force a game seven in the uh, conference finals, the stage before the final, I was going to go to that game, but they ended up losing in six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so hockey, very, very interesting. Um, really like the ambiance of being around, you know, fans like that because they were so locked in. Nobody was looking at their phones, and it's one of those kinds of sports where if you turn your head, you will miss something. So um, you you kind of want to alleviate and eliminate. Um, that in-between sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, with basketball, I always was a basketball fan. Miami, I'm wearing a shirt right now, they nearly made it to the final, but then they ended up coming up just a little short. But um, you, you always got to introduce yourself to new things because you'll be surprised how entertaining and captivating all sports really are. Like you, a lot of people, they don't think they tennis is interesting or like obviously competitive curling. There's only so much that you can enjoy with that. Golf, if you play it, it's fun. Watching it, not so much. But I always implore people, try new things, watch new things, experience new things, and you never know what you might like. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I've been pushing for people to get into soccer. I'm telling you, like soccer, like soccer hits. It's for some reason for me, like I don't like how like golf, like an obscure sport, even though soccer mm-hmm. isn't really obscure, it's the most popular sport in the world. Yep. But the way like golf hits for people and tennis is for people that's the way soccer hits for me yeah you know, like, I, like i'll find myself watching it like i i'm a i will watch a soccer documentary just just to get a taste of soccer and find myself pulled into it i'm telling you i'm telling you soccer for those who don't watch soccer i'm telling you watch it it's it, 
especially it's, it's, during the World Cup because yeah. oh the, yes the people like yes. I, if if I'm excited that the World Cup is coming to the United States um four years from now for 2026 I'm excited yeah. I can't wait because I've definitely got to go to a game like I've oh, only man. been to big facts. Yeah, I've only been to I think one soccer game, and it was when um Haiti's national team they played in New Jersey against um um they played against Costa Rica, and the energy is crazy. So like it, it it's not even just like watching soccer is one thing. Going to a soccer game, man, nothing beats it. It's like it's like, and maybe it's because I'm shooting for the moon. Because I'm a Barca fan, I love Barcelona. So maybe I say, "Oh, I don't want to go to a soccer game until I'm in Barcelona, Spain, watch them." I said, "No, like lower my standards. Go to a game. Go to an MLS game. <laughs> yeah. like, lower the MLS game." So, so, but um, but we will get more into that later. Anthony, you, what um, what did you want to bring up? You said uh, so. Um, before I read that, I will say that my first encounter with even watching a soccer game happened to be, can't remember what year it was, but I know it was the year that our women lost to Japan. And I think it was like, I think it has, it was following that tsunami, 2011. Thing, right? 2011. And yeah, I was, was, I was right in Florida. I was in Florida actually. And we were just chilling because we were getting ready to leave for our family reunion. And I was just watching the game. I just got engulfed in it. It was like that. You know that first moment you watch wrestling? It felt like that moment all over again with, with soccer. And just the everything leading up to the final part of the game, it was just so intense. I was like, are we going to do it? And so those moments are amazing. But um, moving away from sports a little bit, you I watched your video. Uh, it was one of the most recent videos that you did uh, regarding the Andrew Tate situation. If you notice, I've made the little Andrew Tate remark. Um, I agree with what you're saying here because I think there's an issue <laughs> that the moment you say something that people just automatically disagree with, it comes to a point where it's cancel, cancel, cancel. Mm -hmm. And I've even seen it in myself being somebody on a smaller scale. Well, I'll say something on TikTok and it seems like TikTok is like the easiest thing to get videos sticking down and I made videos where I disagree with which may seem to be the mainstream opinion and instead of people coming and really having a discussion with me because Isaac knows I have no problems with having a discussion with somebody I disagree with we disagree on 90% of the things we talk about we've known each other for over 15 years so it it kind of does feel weird when instead of having that debate having that open space, you just go straight into cancel mode. Yep. So where do, how do you think we can get to that point where people understand that we there, there is a better way to go about these things? Because I feel like what is going on here is more eyes are being put on Andrew Tate than ever before because of him being in this light. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. And so I saw your first video about his fights. I didn't know who the dude was. Mm -hmm. So where 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 do we go to prevent that from being a situation? Is there is there anything we can do? Well, I'll answer in, in in two parts. First, with the um with the latter. So basically, like you said, this is giving Andrew Tate more attention than anything before. Because what happens is when you try to cancel somebody. 
oftentimes when you cancel them, you stop them from not only getting exposure, but almost the source that brings in, you know, brings them revenue. The interesting thing about Andrew Tate is he made his money off of the Internet. So although they can try to cancel him and silence him, he already has the resources to where he can come right back. His life will not get changed if he were to never return back to social media because he makes his money outside of the public image. So oftentimes when somebody wants to cancel you, they're canceling people whose life depends on the public image. Andrew Tate's not that kind of person. And as for what is necessary to try to fix things, I would love to say it's just discourse, but the only way to have discourse with people who don't want to have discourse is to force discourse. So it's I'm not saying invade their spaces and now force a conversation. You have to you you have to stand your ground to where they cannot continually try to oh wait we're gonna silence you silence no 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 I'm not gonna conform I'm not gonna try to change you know what my thought process is if I don't believe that changing it is true you have to force the discourse so that's the only way that we'll be able to move forward and change it because as I stated in the video I'm not some staunch supporter of Andrew Tate now granted I've absorbed a number of his content to where it's it's popping up it's impossible to try to avoid him now you know his videos are everywhere but when you listen to it in long form it makes sense for the vast majority of what I've heard makes sense not as ex there's extreme opinions that he has as well but then with that you can refute it through discourse so ultimately, I think the only way to move forward with this situation is to actually have a, a conversation and extend the olive branch, which he's willing to do so because he said himself right after I dropped my video, the very next day, he did his final goodbye that was shared everywhere. And he mentioned discourse maybe like 17 times in the video. So it's all about being the willingness to have the conversation and the attempt to have comprehension. So that's ultimately what, what I think it will be. Also, I want to add that he, right after he was taken off everything, he also just Thursday was on one of, I want to say the most watched news show yes. on cable TV and Tucker Carlson. Yep. So really, what did you, what did you succeed in? And he's, going, on, and he's on, on Rumble. Rumble. He's on Rumble. Yeah. So, so would you say that this is why, as far as discourse goes, I agree. I agree 100% that there needs to be some kind of discourse towards it, you know, like, and I think forcing the discourse is at some point going to have to happen. But I think the reason why a lot of people don't like discourse is because we live now in the days where nobody wants to be wrong. Yep. You know, you know, everybody wants to have their opinion. Every. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. They can have that opinion. The problem is nobody wants you to try. Nobody wants to talk to anybody because they think, oh, if I talk to you, you're going to try and change my opinion. Yep. And said, no, I just want to get a better understanding of it. So when I encounter it, I can, you know, navigate appropriately. Like with Andrew Tate, I don't think now, granted, he has a lot of things I don't personally agree with, but I'd be willing to you know, at least hear, talk to him, like personally face to face to see about it. And then I'll navigate through there, you know, but I'm not, but the fact that he got eliminated off of the stuff, you know, like you said, it only does make him bigger. <laughs> it really yeah. does. Yeah. Which is, which is, which I think is so wild. Like we're just making these people 
people like him martyrs, even though when they shouldn't be. You're making them even more of a martyrs. And so. you know what's interesting about Andrew Tate as well is he's a little different from everybody else who I would – I, I like to target him more towards the like in the manosphere. So somebody who speaks up for men and is against, you know, what this with, with what's going on with the media where everything is positive towards women. So it's somebody who challenges women. What makes him different from everybody else is he's the guy women want. And he's also the guy that men aspire to be on the base level, because you're looking at somebody who has the height has the sex appeal, has the money, has the women, has the origin story. Everything is all there. And he's pretty much the entire package for what the internet is looking for from somebody. So because that's the case, both sides, and it's it's, it's amazing how big of a female following he has as well. Because the way they portrayed everything was like, this is a dude, like they tried to make it seem like the people who never listened to a video of his, seen any of his content, seen any of his interview, they made it seem like this was some basement dweller incel or whatever. No, 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 he's not that at all. So because that's the case, it's, it's a very interesting situation because the canceling of him will make more people raise their eyebrows like, wait a minute, some, something's not right here. Right. Some ain't some some not cool here. So with, with what's going on, and like you said, they're making him a martyr despite the fact that he's he's still here. Like you can't escape him. <laughs> right. And it's like I don't even think that was their intention because, like, when I think about it, like he does have all those things, and the kind of thing we need to be careful of. Well, he needs to be careful of, and I'm sure he's aware of this. You're gonna have people who are gonna see him mm-hmm. and take it to the extreme. Yeah. You know, they're going to be like, yo, well, you know, I'm just living, doing what Andrew Tate told me, told me how I should live my life. And I was like, yeah, but you just, you just, you just hit that woman with your car and said you were being a man. What? No, that's not, that's, that's not how that works. Yeah. I don't think I brought this to Isaac yet, but I was, just, I've been listening to other people talk about him. And this is, I got this from a political commentator. And I kind of want to see how y'all feel about this, this take. He said uh, the people, that look to Andrew Tate in that light that you just said, usually probably are a product of bad fathers, not not good fathers. The lack of good fathers is why you have people like Andrew Tate, fresh and fit, uh, uh, Mayor, and all these other people within the manosphere being so popular. Mm-hmm. And I almost could, I almost feel like you can kind of even look at that even with like on the other side with your Cynthia G's and all these other people like your divestors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that They're, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree because a lot of time people people they need a influence per se. A lot of times with a lot of single you know parent households or even just coming up, nobody has that role model somebody who's already done it and gives it to him straight because as you um as you said earlier isaac nobody wants to have the discourse because they also they don't want to be wrong but at the exact same time they don't want to be embarrassed but somebody like fresh and fit sotomayor uh, um tommy sotomayor kevin samuels uh, uh, um andrew tate when they're talking to men it's cutthroat 
straight yes. to the jugular. And that's one of the things that all I find so interesting is whenever they talk about men, you know, look at the way they talk to women, but they talk to men the exact same way. Now, granted, women are a bit more emotional, so they're going to they're going to internalize that different. But if you look at a single parent household on average and what's being instilled into those men, they're not getting the traditional male values like it, and it's at its core core. What are these guys telling guys to do? to improve, to become the best version of themselves. And oftentimes they're telling the men to be the provider. They're telling the men to cover everything and make sure that they, they achieve, you know, the financial status, but also the, they get themselves right to be able to get the woman. So like you said earlier, and there's, there's, there's the guys that will obviously take it to the extreme, but those are the guys who don't qualify for the information because what's information without application. It's just, it's just info that's in your head. You got to be able to apply it. So when Andrew Tate and 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 all everybody else in the Rolo Tomasi, everybody else in there talking, if you're not actively bettering yourself, but you only pick and choose the certain things that he says, and then you try to take it to the extreme, it's never going to work. You're not going to be able to swim with about ten different women if you have no money or whatever. It's going to wear off. You can only lie for so long. Right. Right. I. 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 I agree with that 100%. Cause you, you hit it right on. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, you hit it. Honestly, you hit it then on as soon as you said, like, if you, like, without application, certain mm-hmm. stuff like that is just information is just sitting there. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it has no value, essentially. You can know, you know? You can know all this stuff and don't, not know what to do with it in that point. Right. It, it, it's pointless. Yeah, it's like with courses. Like if you really look online, and I think um, I was taking a course um, about taxes, and one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life it said scam 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 stands for still um still confused about money, right? So whenever you see people online and they're always selling courses and they're selling information, oftentimes people will buy those courses. They'll buy that and they'll never apply it. So they're like, oh, wow, this person's always trying to sell something to me, whatever. But when you buy something for the first time, you really immerse yourself into it. And then now you're learning and you're applying that information. You start to see how valuable it is. So when all these guys are telling guys to better themselves and learn how to talk to women, like if I'm telling you, you have to do A through Z in order to be able to get a woman and you just listen to A through Z and you start trying to apply Z without doing A through, you know, um, Y, you're never going to get to that level. There's a bunch of people who don't even do the field research. Oftentimes, the people who are talking and become these large figureheads, they've done the work. They have the sweat equity. The people who take it to the extreme they never actually try it. They're the person who's just sitting behind the screen doing absolutely nothing with their life. And then all of a sudden they think they can immediately jump to where they have to go overnight. It doesn't work like that. It takes years and months. You have to be able to do the work. Absolutely. 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 Um, did you? Um... Yeah. All right. So moving on, I kind of want to see. I don't, and I don't want to hop in front of you if you have something in the vault on this. But as of right now, I haven't seen you uploading anything regarding this. But uh, have you seen the Corey Kenshin incident? Yes, I actually watched this video. Um, I watched okay. this video what, two nights ago. What What is this? I, I'm. Oh wait, is this what I think? The one I think it's about. Like, somebody enlighten me. Enlighten me, please. With the uh, cool. age restriction on this video. The age restriction. What happened? 
I, I missed something. I'm not sure. So I, he is this the dude? Hang on, is this the dude who got perma banned from Twitch? No, 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 no. Oh, no. it's not that dude. Okay, no. okay. So basically, he's a gamer and he does this thing on Sundays called Super. Is it Super Scary Sunday? I believe it is. Mm. What she does, like reactions to different scary things. My one of my my best friends really put me on to him. The kids love him. He has well over a million subscribers up there, and so he's a big guy. And so he had a video that was age-restricted because evidently there was a scene in there, and he found another uh, big gamer, uh, Markiplier, and his was not. So he went to his rep and said, hey, this is going on. Why is mine age-restricted? His not. So they got it taken care of, and then his his age-restriction was taken off. Just a few days later, not only did they re-age restrict his, but they age restricted Markiplier's as well. So basically, Corey Kenshin is saying that either Twitter is playing favorites or they're racist or a combination of the both. Mm-hmm. In which I know a lot of people have dealt with that. I watched uh, In the Clutch, uh, they re- uh, responded to it. Uh, Ruit Leon also had uh, a, his take on it. So a lot, a lot of YouTubers that I watch are really putting their experience in on it as well. And I know Chisel Adonis has had his many, many run-ins with people at YouTube, namely, uh, most notably Nancy. Um, I don't want to throw anything off at you. Uh, I might, I might get you going off here later on with a few names. I know that you are <laughs> not big fans of, but what, what are your thoughts with that whole situation? Well, I think I think Mark hit the uh, uh, part. I think uh, um, Corey hit the uh, the nail on the head um, with his video because, especially with my experience being on YouTube and seeing how you know age because I literally got two age restrictions yesterday um, that completely halted the uh, uh, um, the 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 uh, uh, build and, and the 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 momentum of my two of my last three videos. But uh, from what I seen. And he 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 hit the nail on the head 110% because they'll age restrict you, and then you put forth a, a rebuttal, like you'll send in an appeal. You now wait for YouTube to respond. They have to not only go through the appeal, they have to understand what it is that you're saying and comprehend that. And if you send videos of other people's channels that's done the exact same thing that you did, but you're the one who's being you know, age restricted or maybe struck down or flagged or having your stuff blocked or whatever, for them to now say, all right, we'll take off or, or, or what happened was they put the age restriction on Markiplier's one and then they take them off and then put it back on. There's clearly conversation happening from the people who are overlooking and reviewing. And for whatever reason, they'll see the black creator and they'll say, all right, um, let's just halt this person's momentum. And he said something that was very telling because he takes breaks off of YouTube for a long period of time. Like I went to his own page and I was looking, I was like, all right, four months. And then I'd see nine months and then you'd see a year ago. And then there'd still be about like a four or five month gap between. Now, if you're somebody who's on trending, the video circulating, you will have already had that video reviewed ahead of time. So somebody is making the unilateral decision to go in there and say, all right, we're going to slow down this person. 
And it's very bizarre because I've said time and time again, when it comes to community guideline strikes, when it comes to copyright strikes, when it comes to age restrictions, there should be one rule. You shouldn't be able to break that rule. If you talk about things off for mature audiences only, then what, is, what are we defining as mature audiences? Because there's music videos where there's nothing but ass shaking left and right. And, and you talk about, well, you shouldn't have this stuff, you know, promoted to children or whatever. Or this is considered nudity or whatever. But in an isolated video with a still photo that is not even showcasing anything, that'll get age restricted or maybe even struck down. But then somebody else, they'll be able to have their stuff pushed no problem. You two people can have their exact same content right next to each other. One person's video will be taken down. The other person's will be pushed to the moon in the algorithm. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's about time that we're actually, and I love the fact that he said this, we have to be able to identify who those individuals are. Not to dox them and send hate, but you can't remain in the shadows and do this thing behind closed doors and people aren't getting answers. So I imagine that that's the same feeling because one the story I, I've seen is uh, the one I brought up before about where the girl got got caught <laughs> uh, having sex with her partner. She got seven days. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the other dude who is, was our was he? I don't know if he was already banned, or he had got or he had just gotten banned for like eight months. No, no, I think he had been banned for eight months, and then this girl got seven days. And I'm like, I, I feel like that's a. Did she intentionally do that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So she this is intentional. You only get seven days. Yeah. So because because you can you can see in the um the mirror or the or whatever, but in the in the window. You could see the reflection. Now, everything wasn't so clear to where you can see everything, but it's obvious what's happening. In fact, there was a moment in the small video that was there to where she had to adjust herself in order for him to, I don't know if it was entering, I don't know if he was, you know, eating, I don't know what was going on back there, but she clearly knew exactly what was going on. And to only be suspended for seven days, ridiculous. It so was it wasn't even issue. that it wasn't even that it was like forget not seeing anything. You just look at her face. Yep. You could tell by her facial expressions that it's like, well, she's obviously not just standing up mm-hmm. chilling. So my what issue is- here is instead of going ahead and creating yourself an OF, you go on Twitch risking that. Where have we gone as a society? And you know what's crazy with Twitch? Twitch, you can end up getting banned for people in the comment section. Like there's been people who have got suspended because people in the comment section have been saying crazy things. Like if somebody were to jump in there and they start talking about, you know, uh, uh, um, sexual assault, things of that nature, and they just start running off at the mouth, the Twitch, they can mess around and strike down your entire channel like daquan wilshire he ended up losing his channel he got he got banned on twitch i think i did crazy i didn't even know that i haven't seen him it was like last last week or maybe the week before that's foul that is crazy that's wild that's why because like it (laughs) i know for a fact 
that I see on Twitch, there are a lot of women who post like they do those Twitch videos where it's just them chilling in the little kiddie pool they got in the bikini. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's just, I guess that's fine. Yeah, I guess that's that's fine. The only reason I know this is because I saw uh, Allison K on there doing it, doing it with some, uh, some of her uh, her wrestling buddies. So I know that I know that know that happened. So as long as, long as it's not Brie Bella, as long as it's not Brie Bella, but you know, really. Oh uh, yeah, true. I, I, Nobody wants to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get Chisel to die started up or anything. No. Speaking of wrestling, though. Yeah. Where? Uh, what? What? How much wrestling have you been watching recently? Um, I've been well, a lot of uh, WWE. I have. I actually didn't see SmackDown yesterday, but for the most part, I'm up to date on WWE and then AEW. I heard this past Wednesday had a very controversial finish between um Moxley and Punk. Apparently it was a championship unification match and turns out to be a squash match. So then um, I, I only watched the ending of the match, which it was only three minutes. So I think I only seen like when he hit his finish back to back times. I'm like, I wonder what led up to that, to where Punk was, you know, spaghetti legged and all this other stuff. Just like, you know, you watch more than half the match. Well, damn, well, there it is. <laughs> so like, I, I'm I, pretty I, sure the entire match is on YouTube now. I thought I saw the entire match on Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw it on Twitter. Like, I see, I seen the ending first. I'm like, whoa, what happened? And then I started watching the match because it was three minutes and two seconds from, I think, the opening bell or maybe from the entrance, whatever the case was. I was beginning to watch the beginning of the match, and then I, my attention took me somewhere else. I had something else that I had to do. But I'll probably go back when I have three minutes to spare and watch this championship match that was supposed to be the match of the summer. I, I, here's the thing. I would say I don't think – it reminded me of something that happened before. Did you you remember? No, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it coming. I ain't gonna ruin it for you. I ain't gonna ruin it for you. But WWE wise, I haven't been watching WWE for a minute. I just got back into it because of one person, Rhea Ripley. Oh uh, yes, yes. And uh, what do you, what do you think, man? I gotta delicious. And on top of that, she is um. <laughs> She was a very, she's a very good in-ring, great in-ring worker, but it's her believability. Yes. When you talk about wrestlers and you talk about impact and you talk about something, someone that can blur the lines because Jim Cornette, although he can be relatively out of touch nowadays, he said the best thing as it pertains to wrestling across the board. Now, when kayfabe died, when wrestlers stopped pretending that wrestling was real. It wasn't that the, the fans were in on it. It's when the wrestlers stopped, you know, truly being immersed in it. That's what kind of killed it. Rhea Ripley, I don't want to say she's somebody who's bringing it back, but when you look at her, that's an intimidating-looking woman. Like, when she's fighting other women, you're like, all right, I think she could, she might whip it, she might kill this woman. And then she looked like she could fight a man, too. Like, I imagine you saw the video of her versus Zelina Vega. She hit that riptide and then, like, well. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's just, it's just that. I mean, that didn't set me off for it because I like Rhea, Rhea Ripley anyway before that. But I just noticed the rest of the internet saw that and was like, you know what? 
I wouldn't mind being folded like that. You know, that's what the rest of the internet was like. Not me. Not oh, me. okay. All right. All right. Not me. Right. The rest of the internet. I mean, was but like you that. know, you know, there's some dudes on the internet that are probably thinking that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they, you know, those guys is out there. They, they wouldn't waste. They wouldn't waste a second. Like, like, cause I, one of my things is like, I got, I got a buddy of mine. He said, like, he says, like, I'm looking for a woman to step on me. I'm like, I'm, I'm what? Ah, he's one of those looking... guys. Yeah. yeah. And I, he, he right. said, he's. I saw him tweet that, and I responded to him by saying, "Dude, you need to go outside." Yeah, go touch some grass. Go touch some grass. <laughs> go touch some grass. Inhale, <laughs> inhale some of that prana. You got to get out. You got to get out the house. But like, but for real though, like I agree with you 100 percent about her wanting to fight man. Because I'm like, for the whole time, I'm surprised they haven't done this already. I'm like, dog, y'all WWE, not somebody on Twitter, the company made a playlist of her putting her hands on Dominic. Yeah. Like just just like week after week after week, she's putting her hands on this dude in some shape, way, form, flash. And not just her, not just him, like his dad too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, what 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 should have set up a match on Raw? It didn't even have to be on pay-per-view. Should have set up a match on Raw. She walked out there with homeboy over his show over her shoulder. His shirt is, is ripped up. He got scratched on the face. I'm like, y'all, y'all really not gonna y'all really, y'all really afraid of your stockholders that much that y'all really not gonna see this. And you know, and you know, let me add on that because that's one of the biggest problems that I have with wrestling now is this of invisible gender line because and and it's one of the things i knew since i was a kid this always bothered me because i i grew up as you should never put your hands on anybody it's 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 not a gendered thing obviously you shouldn't hit women you shouldn't hit men either but if you're and look at the context of what's happening this lady is fading him every (laughs) episode i was at Ray Mysterio's appreciation night at Smack um, on Raw in Madison Square Garden, and oh. she faded this man three times. <laughs> she created your father in front of you, and you can I can't touch her because she's a. So if she took out, if she grabbed Drew McIntyre's sword and started stabbing Ray Mysterio, <laughs> he gotta stand there. Ah, my papa. <laughs> And he can't do anything. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like they're but, promoting her putting her hands on him, and he can't do anything. Like that makes him look terrible. You have <laughs> at one point somebody has their breaking point. And like, the issue here's my issue with it because you're so right. But history would tell you that he's put his hands well feet on it one before. You remember what was it? Royal Rumble 2019. Mm-hmm. When yeah, Nia yeah, Jax yeah, got right. in there, and then he, and yep. every, she took a RKO, a six one nine, a super kick. Yep. And 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 on top of that, the and again, it's all about context because if you're in a physical sport, somebody's going to get hit. You, the crowd, won't sit here and boo a man beating a woman in a wrestling match because well, what's what the I- goal here to win? Or to one lose. Of my, one of my favorite 2019 moments. I forget what pay-per-view it was, but it was Barry Corbin and Lacey oh, Evans versus yep. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. And Corbin hit the end of the days on Becky Lynch. I tell you, I was so out of that match to that moment happened. I was like, whoa. And from that moment, I was like, yo, this is where this is me. The, 
see me, I'm a fan of intergender wrestling. I am because it interge- it's only good. It's only good if you make it make sense. For example, I've seen, I saw when Tessa Blanchard, even though we, I said, you know, I said what I said. I said Tessa Blanchard. What y'all gonna do? Cancel me? Fuck y'all. <laughs> I said, I said Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard fought Sammy Callahan yeah. in the main event of Slammiversary in 2019. Two things. First, the match was phenomenal. It was really good. Second, it was believable. Cause Sammy, I mean, Sammy, Sammy's not a big dude. You know, he's he's you know he's still a man, but he's not a big dude compared to Tessa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, and granted, stuff Tessa still lost, but the match was good. The match was good, you know. Like Brian, like Tessa fought has fought Brian Cage on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. you know. And but it, she still lost. Why? Because look at Brian Cage. Because there's that believability. Look at Brian Cage. Look at Tessa Blanchard. How does that gonna look? You gotta make it. You gotta believe it. Now, granted, did I think she was gonna beat him on a couple of times in those matches? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. But believably, did I really think she was gonna beat him? Not really. But was I immersed in it? Yes, and that's the point. You want to get lost in it. Like with this, do I believe Dominic can beat Rhea Ripley? No. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a butt with you. No. No. It's like even with Rey Mysterio, like she's bigger than Rey Mysterio. Yes. Right. So because she the physical, the visible aesthetic, like Ray has the history, but the visible yes. aesthetic is there. This is this big brawling beastly woman standing across from this aging small luchador and his son and yes. they can't do nothing with her they can't do nothing to like it, it the story writes itself it does like it's so it writes itself. it's so easy like i'm 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 and then somebody said like it's because well they don't want to mess upset they're a publicly traded company i'm like dog who cares y'all had it y'all like like he just said Y'all had Becky Lynch get hit with the end of days. Mm-hmm. You know, like y'all had, they had, now granted, all right, now granted, this was a different time back then, but still, you had, y'all, you remember Christian, it was Christian and Chris Jericho versus Lita and Trish Stratus yep. at Armageddon. Now, granted, like I said, wrestling was a different time back then, but I remember mm-hmm. watching that thinking, I watched it and I watched it a couple of times saying, oh, that's a good match. You got two of the Damn, best, Vince. essentially. And Christian, Chris, and Christian and Chris Jericho and two of the best women to ever do in a leader, Trish Stratus, that's a good tag match. But then the way, when I watched it, the way it was booked, it was like, why can't y'all just book them like that? Like, these, like, they were booked, They the way they wrestled the match was like, oh, Lita and Trish are like angry exes fighting yeah them versus no these are two former women's champions mm-hmm. who have like this history and we're going to be all the famers you know what i mean and they but they fought them like that i was like no like fight them like they fighting each other you know what i mean and that's what i love about the indies the indies they fought they're fighting each other like a man will fight a woman like they're like will wrestle a woman like they're like they're wrestling their own gender you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna say okay, size is there, yes, but still, like, like I said, with Tessa Blanchard and Brian Cage, yes, the size is obviously there, but like they're still gonna get their grapple work in, 
Like I want like, or even better example, Ricochet, Tessa Blanchard, because they're about the same size in, in, in their own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they did their own show. I remember watching that match. They started a match, good, some good grappling, some good groundwork on that. Then they went to the, to the high fly and stuff. And I'm thinking it makes, see, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think even Tessa won that match. She beat Ricochet. You know what I mean? But it's, this isn't hard. It's not hard. Look, WWE, Triple H, I'm telling you, it's easy. It's right there. You ain't even got to take it to, to Survivor Series because it won't make sense there. Think about it. Just do it on a Raw. Uh, when Dominic comes back, because I think they're fighting at Clash of the Castle, right? Yeah. It's a mixed tag at, uh, at Clash. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Finn, is it Finn and Ray? Or, it's, it's all Judgment Day versus Ray Edge and uh, Beth. Okay, okay, so there is happening. And I, I just need I just need to go ahead and do this. Has anybody else noticed how the China-esque woman has really started to dominate professional wrestling? Yes, it's glorious. So you have on Raw, you have Bianca. I, I, you, she's in that in that range. Yep. You have Rhea. On SmackDown, you have Raquel. NXT, Lash Legend. AEW has Jade Cargill. It seems well, like a impact. Ha, impact has um impact has well for me, I say uh, um what's her Jordan name? Grace. She was Jordan Grace and what's the, uh, what's the black girl name? She was Jess in Norfolk. Uh, uh Savannah 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 Evans. Evans. So you're seeing that I think well, it's, Camille. It's yeah, Camille in NWA. Right. It's I think it's oh Camille is a is a brick house, bro. Bro, have you seen Camille? Um, no. Let me. I got you. I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, and also when it came down to uh Rhea, and you you brought up Cornette, and I listen to Cornette here and there for just different perspectives and just his stories. Yeah, and he brought up how I thought this was amazing. He said that Rhea wrestles like a man. Yep. And he said that is probably one of the greatest compliments you can give a woman in wrestling. Yep, absolutely. And Bianca's growing on him now, too, because yes. it's the believability. Like, personally, for me, Sasha Banks is my favorite wrestler, female wrestler, and I think she's the best, right? However, there's a believable, like, her in-ring work is is up there. Now, she has her botches here and there, but she makes it work. But um, with, with her, her in-ring work, like, she's a magnificent performer. Like, when it comes to women, she's like the Shawn Michaels. She's the Ricky Steamboat. She's in that elk. But if you put Sasha Banks standing next to Bianca Belair, standing next to Charlotte Flair, standing next to um, Rhea Ripley, China, all these different people, you would look at the physically, you know, dominant-looking woman and be like, oh, that lady's scary. So you have to almost bring back – that's why now it's so difficult where – Everybody, like, don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan's, uh, 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 um, Brian Danielson is sensational wrestler. Truly, one of the greatest technicians, probably top top five. Because I can't put him over, I can't put him over Brett Benoit or Kurt Angle. Maybe over Kurt Angle. Uh, actually, no, I can't say that. Um, but I'll have him in the top <laughs> five. They all like, they all like right there. So it's no disrespect to Brian Danielson. I don't like your wife though. But um, with him, the uh, uh, like his size. When yes. you talk about wrestling, like his size, it's still questionable. When you watch him w in the ring, it works, but not everybody is like that. 
Like if yeah. you put like a Braun Strowman or a Brock Lesnar in the ring against a barely six foot fighting desperately to be 205 pounds, you can't buy into that kind of story. So the aesthetic plays a role too. And Rhea Ripley, she has that. Truly, I think she should, when she wins the title, because she will, she yes. need to be a champion over a year and a dominant champion. The same way they book in Roman, they should be booking Rhea like that. So I whenever agree. they decide to have her lose the title, that person gets sent to the moon. And they need to bring back blood, too. I don't care what nobody said. They got to have some blood back. And, and while we're at it, Buddy Matthews, the moment she wins that title, you keep your hands off of her because we need that reign to be uninterrupted. Thank you very much. Oh, no, he'll, he'll, he'll keep his hands off. You just got to make sure he don't shoot nothing up inside him. As long as he's no, not you're right. You're right. Stay away, stay away that, that from is, anything that's my, that is my fear when it comes to a lot of that because we've seen how it can sh- stop somebody's process for well over a year. We just saw it with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. She was champion and had to give up her title because she was pregnant. Now, but now... Uh, you're right now, but one thing you can't discredit like that. After that, we got you got to give it to her. We got a sensational run from Oscar in that a time entire really pandemic era for women's wrestling was very, very entertaining. Oscar to come up for Bianca Belair, yeah. Sasha and Bailey. Sasha, oh, yeah. and ba- I can't. How can I forget uh, Kyrie as well? It was oh some Ky- great yeah. content going on for women's wrestling, and I'm I'm enjoying what. They have going on now with damage control. Uh, hopefully, we get to see the return of uh, Sasha and Naomi within the next few weeks. I, I'm predicting that it will probably happen Monday. So well, I, I, I think a, I think it will be class at the castle. Is when it's going to go down. I can see that too. Yeah. So I have a question. So, are we all on the same page? The fact that. Uh, that Triple H has watched a lot of hood movies with the way he wrote up Indy Hartwell and, and Dexter <laughs> Loomis on NXT. Oh, you know, without question. Without question. Okay, without I, question. I just want to make sure we're on the same page because that's something that I I have never I've never seen that trope anywhere outside of that. Like nowhere, nowhere. Maybe, maybe in a movie where it's like he he leaves, he he he's gone, but he comes backstage for a bit, then goes carries out his whatever plan of vengeance, but never to like where he where he's gone, comes back, and then oh, immediately to jail, which is fair because he kidnapped the Miz, but like I thought that was amazing. I mean, he 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 commit. That's a, I mean, well, he's been gone. It, for it, what? it is a crime. <laughs> He's, I mean, he's been gone for what, like almost six days now. So that's that's, I guess that's a felony. <laughs> well, again, felony. you know how you know how uh, um laws don't whatever happens, it doesn't stick in wrestling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy right. the way that it's been written. Um, and I like the fact that it's always happening so sudden. Yes, you know. But but the the only problem was with last week when like he he the security took out the fake him. And then they, he actually, you know, took Miz this time around. I enjoyed the way it was, but then it was a little bit goofy because throughout the entire night, I think they mentioned it maybe once or um, once more. But I'm like, fam, you just lost. Like, Corey Graves is the biggest Miz fan on the mic. 
he should be freaking out. Like if this was during yeah. the Attitude Era and it was King that was on commentary, every match he's mentioning the fact that Miz has been kidnapped, trying to find out an update. If this was during the Golden Era and Bobby Heenan is on the on the mic, he's killing Gorilla Monsoon, talking about <laughs> where is the Miz? I don't know why we're watching this match right now. We need to know what's going on with the Miz. Because he did exactly that. Another step. I would have left and said, "I'm going to go find this man." <laughs> you call you you guys call the match. I'm going to go find the business. He gonna find he if Corey Graves dog not if he left the announce desk to go find the Miz and then he end up in the same place Miz is because Dexter got him too. Honestly, yeah, I would have like you just see, <laughs> so- see Dexter pulling off with Corey Graves <laughs> into an unmarked car. <laughs> I would have him leave before Gargano even came out. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh, Speedwitch, they need to get Champa. Champa does not look good in bright colors. I go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. One hundred and ten percent. Them damn bright colors. Like his his promos have been hitting. Yes, so that's still there. But and his in ring work is always good. But get yeah. him out these bright colors because um, like he needs to hurry up and turn on Miz. Yesterday, like I, I was yes. looking at that, like because I. I watched, I think SummerSlam was like the first bit of WWE I watched in a while. And I watched it and I was like, all right, it's cool. And then I saw him come out in those colors. I'm like, what are you wearing? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what you got on? <laughs> I was sitting here like, okay, I didn't know that you were out here repping 1908. <laughs> <laughs> For those who do not know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Alpha Kappa Alpha. Kappa Alpha. So. That were the colors too, dog. I thought it was like light green. I didn't realize it was light green and pink like that, bro. Yes. No, when you when you've been around, when you've been running caves enough, you already know what's up. Oh, I was like, man. this cannot be in real life. And I know he probably is unaware about that about that lifestyle, but still. So, how long do you think it's going to take? I sent you a message, but you didn't respond. So, I imagine we're all seeing what's happening with Roman and Sammy, right? Yeah. How is that going to be on the level of the festival of friendship in terms of heartbreak when he turns? Because he's going to turn. Let's be real. When, when, when Roman turns on Sammy? Yeah. Oh, I don't, gonna... I don't think it's going to be on that high of a level. I think the swerve would be if Sammy turned on Roman but before like... Roman would, would be able to turn on Sammy. Because you can clearly see Roman's ready to turn on, 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 on Sammy. Like it's, it's, there's no he has no use for him. Sammy doesn't play that big of a role in Roman's week by week progression. But um, I think what should end up happening is they have because Sammy's pop in Canada was crazy. People, yeah, they love Sammy Zayn. It's hard yes. to try to hate Sammy Zayn. So because that's the case, I think the best way they can have this all go down is Roman messes around. Like he doesn't lose. He doesn't. He he takes a pin in a non-title match or maybe like a non well a tag team match or something like that like roman's getting ready to do the spear when he stands in the corner and then once he's doing that here comes zane his partner boots him in the face now roman's dazed or something like that and then there's a i don't know who they'd be fighting against but maybe it'd have to go like finishing move into finishing move and he takes a pin for the first time in forever against oh, his three number years. one defender. And then now, like for if, if it's a tag match against like let's say Drew McIntyre and somebody else, and now the number one contender 
pins the champion, you make that a big deal because Roman hasn't been pinned in two years. Like, there's certain ways to really build stuff up. Now, granted, he gets pinned, but let's say he he retains the title. You just booked his next feud without having to pull somebody out of the blue. And if anything, the whole feud is that the whole feud is pretty much Roman and the Usos trying to murder Sammy, essentially. Mm -hmm. But he keeps narrowly escaping. That's the whole feud. Did y'all evidently during a segment last night there was a somebody in blue behind Sammy and the Usos? I don't know. People are guessing maybe Kevin Owens because they've been there have been some talks about Kevin Owens throughout the entire. Build so maybe there's something there. They're also a lot of speculating it's Bray, but like, I don't think that would be Bray. I don't think so either. I, I think mean, Bray is probably on his way back, but I don't think that would be Bray. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and I think he should stand on his own. I don't think he should come back to be inside of a group unless he's leading a group, and it's not gonna work because you know with uh, um his last losing somebody like uh, um uh, um um John Brody Lewis, since that's the case, yeah. losing Brody you you it's it's kind of hard for him to lead a group now nah, it's not going to work cuz you already yeah. know the group that he led before and what that actually meant so it'd be foolish to put him in a group i think if he were to come back he's got to come back and stand on his own speaking of which um are you familiar with control your narrative control no no now i'm not unless, uh, unless of course well, that's, uh, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. That's what uh, EC3 is doing? Really? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, no. EC3 yeah, and Braun Strowman. Yeah, EC3 and uh, Braun Strowman, going by his name, Adam Scher, are uh, leading this thing called Control Your Narrative. And it's it's he's been doing it since he got released. EC3 got released from WWE in, what, 20, 2020, right? Probably During the pandemic. Yeah. He's been doing that, and it is. How would you describe it? It's good, but it's like it's like the Fight Club of wrestling, basically. Basically, like if take that movie Fight Club and do that minus the uh, minus the the uh, crazy woman who wants to die in Helen Bonham Carter. So take that out, and then take the. Well, actually, I bet. Well, and take the ending. Take like take the ending out. You know, take everything out, and then take Helen Bottom Carter out of it. Then you have control of your narrative. That's basically what it is. Okay. Yeah. But uh, let's get into some good stuff though. Football. How confident are you in your Steelers this year? Um, I'm confident enough to see double digit victories. Um, I think the floor is is ten and seven. Um, they have a favorable schedule because of travel. They never leave the Eastern time zone. Um, and moreover, that defense is still solidified. The running back is still very good. The wide receiving core, in my opinion, is still very stellar. You have the tight end that's there. The only concern is the offensive line and the quarterback. Mason Rudolph, I'm hearing talks now about possibly trading him somewhere. Personally, I think the ship has sailed on Mason Rudolph. I don't. He's not terrible, but he's not the guy who's going to get us over the hump. You know, he's somebody who can be a backup for a career, kind of like a Jim Sorgi, something like that. He can be somebody who's a backup who can come in and relieve and give you like a 500 performance here and there. But um, I think the ship has sailed there. Mitch Trubisky, 
I don't know yet. Personally, I don't think he's terrible, regardless of the fact that I call him Mitch the bitch. But I don't think he's <laughs> terrible. But um, I'm excited for Kenny Pickett and where things can go. But um, double-digit victories, I think all, we'll get eight off of our defense and special teams. Because all we have to do is just stay in the game. And T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, somebody is going to make a play, just have us in a spot, and then I trust Boswell to make a game-winning kick. In fact, I believe over the course of the last three years, nobody's made more game-winning or game-clinching field goals or game-tying field goals than Chris Boswell. So since that's the case, I have trust in the defense and the special team. The offense, by God, just hold on to the ball, and I think we're all right. But um, there, there is that. That, that, that's, that's. I, I think the floor is ten wins. The ceiling is thirteen. But I don't, I don't see. I, I, I just, I looking at the schedule and knowing how Pittsburgh's been under Mike Tomlin, the vast majority of the losses haven't been. You're getting destroyed. It's you beat yourself at one point in the game. You'll have yeah. the game will be close. Fourth quarter will come. Terrible thrown interception that should have never been thrown into triple coverage. Like, so since that's the case, I think between 10 and 13 wins. I'm confident in Pittsburgh. A lot of people say I shouldn't be, but I'm confident in Pittsburgh. I mean, if anything, I will say, if anything, I like you still. I like, I want to say I like the Steelers because I got that pillow. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't really say I like the Steelers, but, you know, um, I'm confident. I don't like y'all either, but, you know. I'm confident in Kenny Pickett. I remember so, watching him play at Pitt. Like he's yeah. he's 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 definitely a good pick to go to somebody you want to build a team around. But like you said, you gotta protect him, which is yeah. why I think Trevor Lawrence didn't do so well in his rookie year. But then again, not a lot of rookie quarterbacks do because there's a lot of stuff with that. But then again, Jag the Jags don't really have an offensive line there. But if you can get something for him i.e you know like a some form of protection i think you'll be able to definitely see what made him so special in college um speaking of college hold on hold on because i wanted to bring something in there too okay so yeah because i i I do think that y'all have a really good shot one i'm rooting for your coach because he is a local guy out here yeah shout out to uh mike tomlin even though i am still going to forever be salty about super bowl 40 Y'all Makes did cheat. Sense. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought y'all cheated. <laughs> I really did. I thought y'all cheated. We, we got, we got, we got well, it. But it's okay though. It's okay. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this because I, I don't want to throw out the obvious. Well, there was only seven accepted penalties. But when you re, when you go back and you watch the game, right? Granted, the um, offensive pass interference, I think it was somewhat soft. But I understand why they called it because there was the extension. But the holding call that was called on, I think it was a large catch by uh, Jeremy Stevens. It had to be like a 20, 30, 40-yard reception. Mm-hmm. I think the holding call was terrible. There was two calls in that game that was utterly atrocious. But Seattle, they really struggled on offense. Because truly, I think if you if you if all of the let's say you erase some of the penalties, you're probably looking at like a 14. 17 to 14 kind of game because I think Pittsburgh would have still took it regardless. But I think because the, because of the penalties and when they happen, 
is what really threw it all off. But there was two big penalties in that game. But I personally, I don't think, and may, I don't want to say it's my bias, but um, because I'm, I, I, I can't, I can't say it from my perspective because I am a Steelers fan. But I think those two penalties and when they happened is yeah. what ultimately made it all look rigged. But it was a very, I think, it, of this this half of the millennium, it's probably the worst rated Super Bowl. Um, for sure, I think when it comes to entertainment per, uh, uh, perspective, but I, um, I thought it was. Uh, I think I still I, think I. I think it's the Rams and Patriots Super Bowl. I oh, really? I, I, I love that game. I love that game. I hated it. I hated it because of the fact that I. I I'm not a Tom Brady guy. Neither. Am I'm I. really not. He's he's frustrating to watch, especially when your fa- your team is a fan, of, especially when you're a fan of the team who hasn't beaten them. And the last time you had a good shot at beating them, the refs were trash. Mm-hmm. We had a chance. For those who don't know, the Cowboys played the Patriots in like t- Tom's last season there, and we had like third was like third and third and short. And we threw a screen to Ezekiel Elliott. He got the first down, but we got yep. called for a tripping call yep. that I don't know who saw a tripping call. I certainly didn't see one. Terrible call. I don't know who saw it. I don't know. Like, as you like to say, I don't know what kind of genjutsu the referee was, yep. was in. But apparently know. he saw a tripping call and got us into the first down and, call, and cost us a first down and lost the game. I don't hate it. Hated that, and also the other reason I didn't like that Super Bowl is because I don't think the Rams should have been in there. Yeah, correct. The Rams, correct. they, they, the Rams, they, they the Rams got the luckiest call, mm-hmm. and I'd even say, and arguably, no I think the Rams got the luckiest call in all of football ever, ever since they started. Since they started, like you throwing up penalties for that, like when you know. Will it, when like Willie Brown of the Raiders before wasn't clotheslining people and you could drop people in the secondary, you can drop yeah. kick people in the secondary, you know, <laughs> like it was blitz yeah. <laughs> before the league before blitz before blitz the league was a video game. It was just eighties and nineties football. Yeah, you know, <laughs> before that. But like, yeah, no. In the history of the NFL that has got to be the luckiest, the luckiest no call I've ever seen in my life. Because the Rams, I was. The Saints would have got a first down there and then yes. with an opportunity to score a touchdown rather than kick a field goal. But yes. the only thing, the, the, the only way to refute that would be the fact that the Saints had the football first in overtime and then they, yes. Drew Brees ultimately threw the interception. But that would have yes. never happened had the call yes. been called. Right. And everybody who has a brain sees that was a wrong call. Yes. And even Nicole Rowley, the dude admitted it. He said, "Oh, I was." He said, "I wasn't going for the ball. I didn't even know the ball was there. I just wanted to hit him." Like, yep. I just want to say that I'm happy that that game happened because I was sick and tired of hearing about the fail Mary, and so now the Seahawks do not have the worst call that went in their favor anymore. Thank you. Mm. Fair enough. Because that plus, fail Mary pre- was bad. Plus, I'm oh, pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that year Drew Brees would have gotten a second Super Bowl. Yeah, to, I don't to think, tell you the truth, yes. I, 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 don't, think, I don't think the Patriots would have been able to beat him. Absolutely I do not, not. think the Patriots because would have beaten the Saints. Belichick, his thing is he's going to take away your best option. And that, that Patriot defense that year was very good. Yes. But the Saints were on a different level. They and were. the way 
that the Saints defense was performing that year and the way that the Patriots performed in that Super Bowl, there's no way they're holding Drew Brees to three points. No. Moreover, no. there's no way that uh, uh, um, the pass rush wouldn't be able to make because they were being very, very strategic with how they got to the quarterback. Cam Jordan, they would have to roll their offensive line towards him. But then you still have Ryan's coming down here. You got all these different people learning different ways to get to the court. Like they would, and Lattimore is locking somebody down. Like the Saints, that was that was their year. That was their opportunity, and they got screwed. Major, they got they got screwed worse than Brett did. Mm-hmm. For real. Do you but, think um, that the Jags would have had a better shot to, to beat them? More? I, oh. No, that's the other one too. Because I know we, we've talked about it on most occasions that we thought it should have been the Jags and the, the Saints. I think that would have probably been for the people that like offensive football more. Wait, which one was that? Hang on, which one, which one was that the Jags win the AFC championship game? That, 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 that same year. That same year. No, no, it was, a, super, it was a year who's before. Who's the super that year? Was it Patriots? No, it, and was, it was a year before because yeah. the Jags, the Jags, it was in 2017. So, who was I mean, that? But that was Jags and who? Who did the, the Patriots division. beat that year? No, that year in 2017, the Patriots lost to the Eagles. In 2018, okay. when they beat the Rams, the Patriots they had um they beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Right, right, right. right. So that was a, right. So, so the Jags won. So the Jags won. The Jags one would have been yes. D four lined up off sides. Yep. It was like it was the Jags one was Jag. It would have been Jags Eagles in the Super Bowl instead of Patriots yeah. Eagles. No, I remember watching that game too, and I like that's the other reason why I don't. It's not even Tom Brady. I don't like the Patriots. Well, I don't like I don't like both all that everybody. I don't like any of them because it's like it's like how like there's no way he's the, he's the most unathletic. Now, granted, I don't think you have to be super athletic. You ain't got to be Michael Vick out there. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. You ain't got to be Michael Vick out there to be great, but like. It's like, how do you not have more injuries? How if how there have been there have been a plethora of defensive like defensive players, linemen, safeties, all these people to come through, and I'm imagining like you you should be retired by now. Not even in the sense that like his line's not good, like credit to his line, but like there have been a lot of defensive guys to come in. And like cream quarterbacks, yep. like wipe them out. I think and it's amazing the way he doesn't hold he moves, like the way the way Tom Brady runs, it's like <laughs> you're just asking for somebody to like. It is it's really bad because I'm hearing your voice as he's running right now. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, Between like his they, runs and his throws and all your sound, eh. like the, yeah. the game, like the game against the Eagles, the Super Bowl against the Eagles, when they tried to do that special play that the Eagles ended up perfecting, yep. I'm surprised, Loki amazed, like a defender didn't see, like, oh, the quarterback's going out for pass, let me cover him and just take his head off. Yeah, not literally, yeah. but like. The same I'm thing, they, the Giants ran the same play a few years later, and Daniel Jones got laid out. He held on to the ball, but he got laid out. Like Tom Brady, it's it's amazing how he's been able, since his injury, 
to avoid any possible injury. He's always in the right place at the right time, right. gets rid of the ball at the right time. Seldom right. do you see him get leveled. Like he's, it's almost like what Michael Jordan was doing in the second Bulls run to where you've mastered the game so much to where now it doesn't even seem like you're operating on a fair level, you know, feel. Because his first season in Tampa, and I, I tell people this all the time, like while, while the playoffs was unfolding, I'm like, yo, Tampa's going to win the Super Bowl because everybody else is just fall. It's a domino effect of other teams screwing themselves. Washington could have won the game, but they turned the ball over twice. The, 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 the Saints could have won the game, but these dudes turned the football over four times. Green Bay could have won the game. They turned the ball over on, on, on multiple occasions, and then LaFleur doesn't let Aaron Rodgers go for it on, on, on fourth. So then by the time they make it to the Super Bowl, all they need to do is just play one good game, and they played their best against Kansas City that had a depleted offensive line. It's like his entire career, the, the, the Falcons running the football four times after having a 25-point lead. Seattle, after a five-yard gain from Marshawn Lynch, you're a Seattle fan, from, from Marshawn Lynch, not giving the ball to Marshawn. The Eagles, you have an eight-minute drive. You're losing by 10 points. Why would you take your time? The, the, the Rams the first time. Marshall Falk can't be stopped, but you make it the Kurt Warner show because you want to wear the greatest show on turf. We're only going to throw the ball. When Belichick admitted we had no answer for Marshall Falk. So I'm sitting here like, yo, everything that can go right for them and for him, it goes right. And I can't even hate on it because people screw themselves. It's like Belichick. He's that dude who's like a counter puncher. He just waits the entire time. He just wait, wait on you to do something stupid. Oh, you did something stupid. I got you now. And him and Brady, it's it's a it works and it's rubbed off on Brady no matter wherever the hell Brady goes. Well, except it's for amazing. last year when the Rams like when the when when Matt Stafford last year in that game against the Bucks, when he did that, I almost jumped through my roof. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I, I was, was bad. I hate the Rams, but well, of course you do. Of they had no do. answer for Cooper. In all honesty, I don't think anybody all season had an answer for Cooper Cup. Because it's a damn slot. That's the problem. Because Wes Welker, he, he, he changed that position from the yes. slot. And the issue is you have to bring in like a nickel corner to be able to guard from the slot. But the problem is if I'm running, it's what made Jason Witten's career. You know this. Isaac. You run yeah. that option route. Because Jason Witten probably got like of his, what is it, 1,100 receptions or something it's like that? Hang on. Hang on. Let me. Maybe like eight, maybe like eight hundred is off of a five-yard option or something. Cooper yeah. Cup playing inside of the slot. It's either you're playing a safety that's playing eight yards off, so I've got a free release. A linebacker that's not fast enough and has another responsibility if he has to guard me, or it's a corner who's in a very un is in a precarious situation because you've also got another corner on your outside and a linebacker on your inside. So playing from the slot is a complete cheat code. So it's an, yeah. it's incredibly hard to deal with somebody like Cooper Cup who can run routes. He is a great route runner. Jason Witten has, as a cowboy, has 1,152 1, receptions. 
Mm-hmm. Golly. <laughs> is the all he's the Cowboys all-time leader in receptions and has the fourth most receptions in NFL history. Yep. 12,448 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie, I'm holding that first comment for 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 a moment. So hold tight on the first comment. Um but, but it, it it is it is amazing to see how that slot has become such a big part of a lot of teams. And it feels like finding a legitimate slot corner is not easy. It's not. <laughs> I think it's a tough <laughs> position. Yeah. Because I think you're like your scout. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like cor- corners, my bad. But corner, I'll keep it short. But corners have to be the best athlete on the field. Yes. So if you're playing in the slot, you've got the outside court, like a Jalen Ramsey, he's already a phenomenal athlete. Now, if you make him a primary slot corner, you have to elevate your athleticism because you gonna you gonna have some hell. You gotta deal with you gotta deal with uh, 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 tight ends. You gotta deal with slot guy. You gotta deal with running backs. Like the Saints, what they do with Alvin Kamara, that's a nightmare. If you're a yes. if you're a slot corner. Yeah, I was. And gonna I say, it's like, great for Cooper Cup since he's on the same team as Jalen Ramsey. So that's always right. a great yep, thing for him. Absolutely right. Right. I was gonna say like if anything, you notice they don't draft corners from. It's not like. It's difficult because you can't really – you've got to draft corners based on what you see, and most of them work outside. Yep. You know, rarely you're going to draft a, a corner whose primary job is is the slot. You know, wide receivers are different because you'll have some guys who primarily, like, expo- were amazing in the slot. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, – like uh, what's that boy from uh, – like Ryan Switzer from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a small dude, but and he played – but he'll play – on the slot mostly because of his size, like Cole Beasley, slot guy. He was an amazing slot guy for us when he played for us. You and know it's what amazing. I mean? They, the, a lot of these guys you hear about doing this, they're late picks. Walker, yes. I, was Walker even drafted? Um, No, I don't think so. I think Walker he was wasn't drafted. To Miami. Uh, Avendola, uh, Edelman, you just brought up Switzer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Cooper Cup was a late. Yeah. I think Cooper Cup was a late pick, right? No, nah, I think it was um thir- third or second round. Okay. But before we get into more pro football, I got to get your opinion on this. So you know how college football now has those NIL deals yep. where you can get well, not just all of college football, college sports in general. Nick Saban. Here's the thing: I actually like Nick Saban. Contrary to contrary to belief, I like Nick Saban. Him as a coach, him as a person, I think he's great. I do. I'm not a fan of Alabama because they remind me so much of the Patriots. Like it's just, it's just the basic thing. Like you just want to see the big guy go down, not yeah. so much seeing Nick Saban go down. You want to see Alabama go down, you know. So, but there are cases where I don't, where I want to see Nick Saban go down when he says wild stuff or when he does wild stuff like this. So I don't know if you know this. So recently he got a contract extension. Mm-hmm. He's 70 years old and got another contract extension because <laughs> he's got with this new contract, he got $93.6 million for a new eight year deal. Oh, eight year extension that will come that will pay him through the 2029 season. And that means his his contract, his base compensation is three hundred five thousand dollars each year over the contract. And this is ridiculous. I bring him up 
because he was one of those outspoken people who didn't think NIL deals were a good idea. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this story, I said, okay, that's rich. Yep. No pun intended. That is rich coming from you about not even just him. Other any college coach right there who is against NIL deals and you make over $80 million coaching, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it from you. Yep, I agree. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you, <laughs> that's $100 million. Mm-hmm. Close to almost $100 million, but you don't think your kids should be able to make at what? Not even, what, 50000 50, at most, maybe mm-hmm. more, depending on the sponsorship they get. Mm-hmm. And they're not even like these big sponsors. Like every now and then, maybe they'll get like an Under Armour or a Nike yeah. deal. But these guys aren't getting no Jordan deals. They're not getting to say, hey, we want you to wear our shoes. We're going to pay you $2 million every time you wear them. They're not mm-hmm. getting – those kids aren't getting those deals. But it's a bad idea because – and his and his thing was he didn't think it was a good idea because there was no restriction on it. You're getting – here, all right. Let me let me look him up because I don't want to take him out of context. Not even take him out of context. Let me let me make sure I get what he said right. My thing so he is, says he says Nick Saban says players Alabama players made three million dollars in uh, this is from this is from July of this year. Nick Saban says Alabama players made three million dollars in NIL deals in twenty twenty one. Our players did better than anybody except Georgia because you lost in the national championship game. But I guess forget that. Nick Saban has been a staunch proponent for implementing uniformity and guidelines into the way NILs, NIL deals are implemented in college football. So he said that he's saying there should be like, I don't dislike it, but he wants, he wants all his players to do well. That said, he said he wants to see guidelines in place that keep teams from spending money indiscriminately. Hmm. Further further widening already was a significant gap between the haves and the have-nots. The thing I've expressed is there has to be some uniformity in protocol, how name, image, and likeness is implemented. How does this impl- impl- impact competitive balance in college, college athletic, athletics? Is there transparency across the board? There's no competitive sport anywhere that doesn't have guidelines on how they maintain some kind of competitive balance he compared he then said he compared it to the college football to the nfl which they have a salary cap and all that now so if that's the case he also commented how he didn't think it was um how nil is used to directly entice high school players to join a program which you know you couldn't do that before yeah he says a lot of people, there are a lot of people in recruiting trail using NIL deals as an inducement. A lot of people are making promises that they may or may not be able to keep. In which he called out AM. It says Saban has spoken out about using NIL deal NIL money as inducements to recruit high school players. He spoke out against in against the practice in May when he called out Texas AM and Jackson State, which we know who's coaching Jackson State and what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the reason why he's came at Jackson State is because Deion Sanders essentially guy, yeah. took that number one guy from him, mm-hmm. which back then, and I think the same way now, it's like you're, you're Alabama. 
you are once again number one in the nation for some reason, even though you lost the national title game. So I don't know how that works. Mm -hmm. You are going to get the best players anyway. Mm -hmm. Or even if they're not the best players, they're going to come to your team and somehow be stars. Because like I didn't even know Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne existed until they were blowing through college football lines like it was going out of stock. I didn't or know who or when they got, or they got in a fight on the sideline, or the, or that, or oh, that. Yeah. Lucky or that, that right hand didn't connect. Pain would have been in pain. <laughs> he would have. Oh. To be fair, we were killing them that game, bro. Hey, we yeah, were yeah it, was, it was bad. It was. Bad. They were getting cooked. I'd be mad too, but you don't swing on your boy. Like that. The the only thing that threw me off about the whole situation was obviously, you know, as friends, when you're good friends, tensions will happen. But to go to a physical point at that, like, there got to be a point where y'all go to each other like, fam, yo, we wildin'. We we really, like, they didn't reconcile. At all, like it didn't happen. That's what. That's why Payne's off the team. I believe. Like that. That that was, was weird. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I, that's very weird. Right, because like I mean, I'm talking about fight. I'm talking about fighting Ant all the time, but we never do it. Although I am kind of curious how would come. Up. I said, "What did we say at one time? We said, said we were like, gonna get in a fight and they get on the podcast after us fight and they just recap the fight." <laughs> and then we then we'll call you to do commentary on it. Hey, what's right. the cl- wait, wait a minute! minute. <laughs> what's going on here? Two podcasters battling it out. <laughs> they work on the same podcast. They gotta see each other after this. How you gonna look at your, how you gonna look at each other in the future after it? <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of looking at each other, going back to wrestling. Did anybody else love that segment between Sheamus and uh and and Gunther? Because I loved it. it I don't know if you seen it. Yeah, yes. so basically, Damn. yeah, I didn't see it yet. Sheamus and Sheamus and Gunther are just sitting there looking at each other, not breaking any eye contact. Wow, mm. Pete Dunn and Ludwig Kaiser are basically fighting right beside. They are him. rumbling, rumbling. I gotta go check that and out. And these two yeah, dudes I'm, have yeah, I got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in the group right now. I got you. It, they it, were, it they was were rumbling, great. rumbling. And they're supposed I to uh, the wrestle next week. Was amazing. I got done so, a uh, um, new figure wrestling Friday, so yeah, that's that should be quite the entertainment. Um, Jamie, Jamie was one of those unfortunate people that had to watch the Panthers game yesterday instead of watching SmackDown. Oh man! Nobody cares about the preseason. Put that mess off of here. Yeah, what they, what, what's, what's Twitter calling it? The battle of the mid is what the preseason the is. Battle of, <laughs> the of the mid of the mid. I know I'm using Pete Dunn right now, but I know he's Butch as as of now. Oh wait, let me correct myself on Deron Payne. I think he was he was supposed to get suspended from the team, but then they didn't. I think it was something that they did in practice to where he kind of had time off in practice. He still they exercised his option. He will be back on the Commanders this year. I figured they because at first they were talking about possibly getting rid of him, so maybe they did mess around and reconcile. So I had to correct myself and look into. How do you feel about the name anyway, the Commanders? Oh, I'm not a fan of it. I think they should have still rolled with Redskins only because it seemed like the people who were offended by it weren't actually native. So because that was the case, kind of threw it off because they they did a poll of the native. Native said they don't care. Uh, But whatever the case is, if you want to change it, go with it. But um, I, I think it'll take some time for the name to really sit there. 
But then when it ultimately, after about five years, I'll be comfortable with it. But I'm, it's red skin is stuck in my head. Yeah. So until it gets like erased, then you move forward. Like still players, when they talk about like Devontae Adams was just on um, the pivot. And then he was talking about his catching. I think it was like one of his first touchdowns when he got hurt, something like that. And he said Redskins himself. Like, it's hard to get that out of your head. It's the history of the team. So it, look, I, I, I was watching the Monday Night Football game. We played against the football team at that time, and they yeah. beat us. And it's like the Redskins beat the Seahawks. I was like, wait. But mm-hmm. uh, on this comment, shout out to Allen Iverson. Uh, he had his high school jersey retired yesterday, uh, mm. even, though he lost, even though his football team lost. But uh, shout out to AI on that. I was supposed to go to that game last night. Let's go. I was about to ask you if you went. Apparently, you didn't. Um, so, the fight game has been wild, <laughs> to say the least, in the last since we last talked. Uh, uh, crowds were back in the arenas. Kamaru Usman is no longer champion. But I ain't gonna go. We're not even gonna. We're we're gonna go in order. So, uh, you did the video on Usman and Masvidal. Yep. I remember watching that. I think Anthony didn't we watch that together? Usman yes. and Masvidal. We watched it together, and I think the fu- <laughs> the funniest, not even the funniest, the wildest part was he hit him, and the way I thought he he. Though his whiplash is crazy. Yup, crazy. He had his neck. He hit him. His neck went like this. His eyes were closed. And then somebody froze it and had his sweat from when he got hit around his head. And it said it looked like the Milky Way galaxy. Yup. He And then he also stated like after that, he said, I'd never been knocked out that hard before in my life. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think he said he never been knocked out ever. And that yeah. was the first time. Like now, my, I, first, my when I was watching it, there's only one thing I could really say when it happened. Oh! <laughs> should I give him the back? Should I give him the back uh, story of that? <laughs> you had that. Actually, there for that moment. <laughs> yes, we were. They came to Norfolk and Charlotte was champion. She cut that promo. I remember sitting there like, what is this? This is not going to be over. And somehow, beyond my understanding, it got over. Like, I like I didn't think, I didn't think, like, when she first dropped it, I didn't think Ding Dong Hello was going to get over yep. when Bailey did it. Mm-hmm. But then she had the door, and then she had Seth Rollins. By the way, Seth Rollins has been in his bag recently. Not with his clothes. Yeah. He's yeah. hitting like, this with the clothes. I'm going to need you to start making videos react to his outfits because some of the stuff he'd be wearing is ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But his that shield, that Royal Rumble, though, against Roman, that was that was probably all time for me. I don't want to yeah. put that. Now we're going to get comfortable. But, but yeah, no, like that. hit with the straight uh, power of the ancestors. Yes, yes. Um, and then that happened, and then that was in 2021. And then this year, I mean, we have a couple contenders already. Like I said, Kamar Usman, Usman against Leon Edwards. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I put it in the group before we got started, uh, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, hitting that dude with the knee of justice. <laughs> against oh, <yeah. laughs> like, 
I don't. Where do you? What do you think? Where do you? Crazy knockouts. Just, just, just. Pe- people getting sent to the shadow realm left and right. High impact. People's bones being broken. I'm loving every second of it because, damn it, blood sport is interesting to me. And I have respect for the people who happen to step in between, you know, the uh, uh, the chain link of whatever cage or, or ring, if you happen to be in there, whatever it might be. But just on the Usman knock, it was crazy because I was watching that in the club. He hasn't lost in, I think it was nine years yeah. at this point. He was, I think he won 14 or 15 fights in a row. He was one fight away from yes. tying Anderson Silva. One fight. He was mm. dominating the fight. Like round round one is the only one where you look like, oh man, you know, he got taken down for the first time in his entire career or second time in his whole career. And then after that, he was dominating Edwards. But he got overzealous. He got overconfident. He had 63 seconds remaining to history. And he just, all he had to do was just relax. And then his dumb ass let himself get caught. And you could see it. Now, he he hates himself yes. right now. He yes. hates himself because he knew he had it in the bag. It wasn't a fluke victory because no. Edwards is a dog. Yes. That he, man is a dog. He ain't some nobody who can't fight. That man is a dog. His last loss was Usman. He, he worked for this. <laughs> he, he worked in, for this. Mind you, in the road to this, in the road to this, he beat Nate Diaz yep. before this. And I remember watching that Nate Diaz fight. And I'm thinking, and seeing the way Edwards was handling, I was like, "Well, I mean, like, if anything, Nate Diaz is like John Moxley. He bleeds for no reason, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's Rick, he's Ric Flair. He's he bleed in the shower like that, brother. He's a phlebotomist's dream, bro. That man, he bleed for no reason. He's menstruation. He's the epitome of menstruation. <laughs> it's bad." <laughs> No, <laughs> that wasn't right. Oh my gosh! Shout out, no, but shout out to Nate Diaz though. It, did y'all see his video? He was in, he was at home, and the USDA officer came to his house to to uh, to do a drug test, and he was sitting on the couch smoking <laughs> smoking a joint right next to the. T- wow. That is crazy. He's a different. He's a different kind of dude. No, but in all seriousness, he's probably, he's probably going to get dealt with by Kamza by Chimaev. Chimaev is. I've seen Chimaev in action. He, he, he's oh, something that different. How you he that? Around, he's he. Yeah, Kamza Kamza Chimaev. He okay. is not. I think he's in that. I don't know. No, he's Swedish, but I think he does train like in that realm with Nurmagomedov. I know he's been around him, I think. I'm not sure. But he's not a wrestler like Nurmagomedov. You know, he's a, this dude is a killer. He is out there to to make, like you say, send people to the shadow realm. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen in Nate Diaz, but, oh, chess game. So, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen in Nate Diaz, but I'm, I'd be lying if I said I'm not intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see how that turns out. I really am. Um, But you've been doing, so along with your videos of, um, of your football commentaries and your, um, 
you heard you've done i know you did uh the the hawk commentary whose name julius john jackson right yeah, yeah julian jackson yeah. and you did that mike tyson um mm -hmm. one i'm actually looking forward to more of those yeah honestly um i know you did you did mickey ward and arturo gotti yeah their collegiate yeah. fights i really enjoyed that yeah i'm gonna but be the doing ones, um, roy jones yes um so yeah i'm gonna be doing roy jones the only problem that i have right like right and funny enough uh, i think two of the mike tyson ones just got age so that was one of the two um that got age i mean I they get it, but at the same time, it's like it's, knocking somebody's head off makes sense. It's, it's Mike Tyson, like is yeah. Was it which parts was it, if I might? Five. They, they, yeah, they age restricted five. Um, and I oh, think okay. probably was that the one that which was no five. Five was after he um the the second rematch with Holyfield. So I think that oh. was um, okay. Because I'm about to say if it if it was like the first three, if it was any of the first three, I'd be like, I mean, I can kind of get that. He was getting in there and like saying, you know. Yeah, he was saying some wild stuff back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so the only the only problem that I have with like the covering of everything is of course, you know, my battles with copyright and everything cuz I really wanted yeah. to do Floyd, but um it's difficult. Oh, funny enough, you no, I did um I did um did. Don Fry. I did no. that. If you search the most brutal fight in um MMA history, it should pop up. I think it's got like 700,000 views. So I definitely right, I'm going to hook you up. Uh, the, the fun fact fun fact about that video. That video along with people telling me to watch it. That video is what put me on the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh really? Wow, that's I, yes, because you you had that part where it says, "But wait a minute, Dio, hit stop time right quick." And mm -hmm. then he did it and I'm like and I and then you proceeded to go and on on Don Frost. <laughs> and you know what's hilarious? I have never seen a single episode of JoJo Bizarre's Magic. Not a oh, single man. episode. It's you got me watching what? I have all of the memes. I've never watched a single episode because I think I was on. I think I was on Twitter, and somebody had responded to something, and all I oh no! So I'm like, what the hell is that? So I went to YouTube <laughs> and I typed in. Um, I typed in JoJo B Bizarre Adventure, and the first video that popped up was like a compilation of every single nani inside of the, the show. So I'm like, all right. I downloaded all of that, and then that that Joseph Joestar, that that older dude, that dude, he had all of the sound bites. So I'm like, I'm gonna download this too. I still, till this day, never watched a single episode. I have to. I have it in my. It's right next to Hunter X Hunter, um, uh, Bleach. A couple of other things that I have to watch that I've never watched. That I just is, want to let you know why anime fans will probably attack you for saying Hunter x Hunter. Oh, well, it is what it is. Come for me. Uh, I'll <laughs> make is, my location public. That is what it's so funny because that is what um, that is the way I feel about One Piece. Like, first really? of all, One Piece is way too long. Yeah, it was way too long. But I love the memes of it because. Two things from One Piece that you will frequently post, you haven't done in a while, but you'll frequently post, have me dying. It's the one of uh, Doflamingo when he's laughing. Oh, yeah. That, not, that, that cracks me up for some reason. And then um, the dude hitting the elbow. You... Oh, yeah, the shockwave elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it with a series oh, of no, because notes. and the thing is, one thing I think you should do, and every time I think about it, I will watch. How familiar are you with like all Japan wrestling from like the eighties and nineties? 
Oh, not 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 that familiar. Not that. Familiar. All right, there's a dude I want you to look up. Name actually, I'm gonna send it to you. It's a dude named um, Mitsuhiro Masawa, okay. who has an elbow. Right, his big thing is an elbow. So every time I watch his matches and he hits that elbow, that's the the shadow elbow is the only thing that comes into my the shadow elbow is the only thing that comes to my mind every time I hear it, every time I think about it. Hmm. It's absolutely amazing. Um, what oh man? What else are you looking forward to? Is have you seen Jujutsu Kaisen? No, no. There, all right. That's that's another good one. As far as anime goes, highly recommend that. Highly recommend that. Did you see but, the new Dragon Ball movie? Is the question. No, I have. I was actually gonna go in theaters two days ago, but I I had something that came up. I was pondering whether I should go um today, but um I'm 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 I I I, so I had a video idea that I'm probably gonna record after I get done with this. So maybe tomorrow. I'm going to go to the theaters to go watch the Dragon Ball movie because, for one, I have to see it in theaters. I've seen the last two in theaters. Um, yeah. So I, I, I want to go before it ends up getting spoiled for me. Um, I think we're going to be doing a lot of talking about that next yeah. week. I got uh, one of my friends from college coming on, and uh, he's a huge Gohan hater. Oh, boy. All right. So um, we are you... going to be debating that. <laughs> um, do you... So, oh, the other thing I want to ask, as far as compilation videos go, these videos from Russia. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, because a lot of, I don't know if you've been watching a lot of his content, Ant, like I have. Yeah. He, I'm confused. I'm, 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 I'm sometimes honestly confused by watching, like, who would agree? To, these people have to be dealt different. Because yeah. my favorite, the one I saw, the last one I saw, where you said they all, it was like a red team and a yellow team on two sides, like a thousand <laughs> people deep, on two sides of a field. It <laughs> start fighting, and I'm like, man, I did a video on them with, with, with the 600 versus 600. Damn Russians, I don't know what's going on on the eastern side of the world. Man, they weird. Why do they love violence so much? It's entertaining. <laughs> but fam, like you woke up this day, what are you doing? I'm going to go fight. You're going to fight who? I don't know. Like you, 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 you're going, why? It doesn't have to be like this. It was that, and then you showed me, you said you did one on basketball, where it's like MMA and basketball, which I was like, how does the, what is, like, you can play basketball. It's like you're playing basketball, mm -hmm. but it, it, halfway through it, if you want to, you could just turn it into UFC, like. Why? Why? And, and then I wasn't as, I, I wasn't too surprised, I mean. I wasn't too surprised about the one where it was like the two on two and then like they were hopping over obstacles. I wasn't too surprised by that. I really wasn't. Mm -hmm. But the one where the dudes on the container suspended over water, I'm like, the only, the only way, now the, here's what I did think. The only way to make that more Russian or more violent 
put alligators under there. Just yeah. make it, you already fight, like, because what if you fighting somebody and they can't swim? They gonna die anyway. Yeah, pretty you know, much. so might as well, hey, if you gonna die, you might as well make it, I guess, well, it's still gonna be painful, but like, make it more risky. Raise the stakes. Put gators in there, man, or crocodiles, whatever you got over there. Put mm -hmm. that in there. Put something that can kill them in the water to make it more, you know, whatever because that that's weird it's weird <laughs> it's weird like why wow. why are they, why would you put yourself through that i really wish i knew man these guys are just they're they're, they're on a different level of of absolute lunacy <laughs> like i have to like here now i gotta now i'm trying to now i gotta go back and see if I missed any, so there was that one. Oh, speaking of Aaron Donald, did y'all see him two hand dual wielding helmets? Yeah. So my I thing is this: we we saw what happened a few years ago with Miles Garrett. <laughs> this man literally just said, "How can I make this even more? I'm gonna take this up a level. I'm gonna have two helmets." It's our you're already intimidating enough. I don't like Aaron Donald because he plays for the Rams, but still, the dude is mad intimidating. It's why did you see the memes they made already? They got him dual helmets. I, I assume it's that scene from Lord of the Rings where the dude takes the sword out and they're running. He, they got him yeah, that's in the background there with the helmet standing across from a field of um his opposition. I'm like, what? Like he and then I'm like, I, I saw the other video of him with the dude, his hand on the dude's neck. Like, I, I can't. How is that? You're not. You're pushing people in front of you. You ain't pushing some dude to the side when you. you how does? How does that? Man, I don't. How does that even work? The. Oh, yeah, I forgot there was a lingerie fighting championship. I forgot. Have you done a video on the lingerie football league? Um, No, I have not. I have not. It's, well, it's it's the Legends football league now, but it, we all know what it is. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably have to. I did the lingerie um fighting championship. I'll have to do a video on the lingerie football league. It's just um, I want to find a compilation that has, uh like, for what, the biggest hits – I think yeah. if I do the biggest hits and then build from there, I can. Because every time I'm trying to make like these compilation videos, I never want just low hanging fruit that exists. I wanna, I wanna find something that you can gradually build while I'm doing the commentary. So like the next clip gets more insane than the next, and then there's a funny thing that doesn't make any sense, and then ultimately at the end, it's some whoa kind of situation. So. Um, I'm just trying to find the right amount of highlights. The only downside is I have to pretty much go through like 50 different highlights. Some of them are repetitive and try to cherry pick out of every single one and then put them together. Um, but definitely, definitely enjoyed. Uh, like I said, I'm scrolling through your vids right now. I'd seen them before and they're still great. Like I got something beefs. that I want to bring up that I haven't seen a lot of as a late. And I wonder if this is something that you ever thought about bringing back. So you're sliding into DMs. Yes. Oh, is this that. something that is eventually going to come back? Because uh, 
I know some of the ones that you've gotten have been have led to you probably being blocked by some people. And blocked? So- well, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure if I've ever been blocked. I've had um. Actually, no. May, maybe. I think I got blocked once. Yeah, I think I got blocked once. Hmm. Maybe twice. Because the way you did it, it had to be one of the. I've never seen somebody go about it the way you did. And we all know that you are a person that likes to use words that just people just don't use on a normal conversation, as you said in your introduction. And I think that's what made it even that much better because you're going about it in the most smooth way possible. And where your wordplay is impeccable when it comes down to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh I, I think I the smooth operator is like the perfect song yeah. to go with it too. So, <laughs> yeah, because I read the the um the thesaurus, so I'm always trying to figure <laughs> out different ways to um enhance my vocabulary. And the only problem that I have with the sliding into DM situation is I was shadow banned on Instagram for maybe like a year and a half, oh. something of that nature, because they kept uh, um blocking me. And I've I've received maybe two or three community guideline strikes on YouTube for the entire sliding into DM situation. So because that's the case, I took a step away from it. I kind of wanted to make a comeback and just do it once more, but it re- it's 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 difficult. Like I tried it um last summer and I was going to go a bit further with it, but then I ended up getting, you know, shadow banned on Instagram again. So it became very difficult. So it's and, and the problem that exists is I'm getting blocked and everything, and they're talking about nudity when literally all I do is take the post or take the photo from the girl's page. Like if it's a matter of copyright, like I'm reusing somebody's content, then by all means, because I'm taking your photo. But when they say nudity, like it doesn't exist on the other person's page, I'm in a very precarious situation yeah. because the entire portion of the video is reading reading the dm reading my comment and then that's pretty much the basis of the entire thing but for whatever reason they're making it very difficult for me so i don't yeah, know but i'm really i'm thinking i'm i'm going to have to because i want like instagram centric you know uh, um videos that are just for there um because i probably won't be able to put it up on youtube but i'd love to give yeah. it a try but I don't know. If your if your hub page were not taken, would no, this would be something that would be a wild. good exclusive? Oh, no, because no, that that's crazy. When you when you told you got banned from the hub, I'm like, how, of all the things that go down on that site, yep. like you can find legit wrestling matches up there. Yep. Somebody posted the last Avengers movie on there. Yeah, that's how I got introduced to the hub because I watched Infinity War for the second time on the hub. And it popped up as the fourth link when I typed in watch Avengers Infinity War for free. And that popped up. It was a fourth link. And I said, huh, I got an idea over here. And like, get, I've been blocked everywhere, even on Linktree. Like, who gets blocked on Linktree? Me. That's, that's wild. That's uh, Speaking of series to bring back, I wanted – I was wondering – I was very intrigued when you did it before. The un- the chiseling of the unchiseled Adonis. Yep. I remember watching that, and I think you did three 
three episodes, I think, and then uh, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, I was looking forward to to four, but then I saw how th- no, you gave you posted you didn't post an episode, you posted an update on yeah. what happened, and I remember just being very kind of I was like, man, I really wanted to see you know improvement, you know, or something or something better, and then but then then uh, <laughs> then I saw like the video of you. <laughs> You hitting him with the chair. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know it's like, funny. I actually have um episode five. I have everything recorded for it, and it's the way I'm gonna go about it. It'll be hilarious because I'm gonna take people on an emotional roller coaster. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious, man. And and he's he's gonna hate me for it, but it is what it is. But uh. Yeah, so there will be an episode five. Six? I don't know, but there will be a five. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I just know I've been looking, looking forward to that series because I know it was like, I know because from the other episodes, it was like you really were set on doing, it was like the first video I'd seen of yours that, well, it was, there were some funny bits in it, I ain't gonna lie, but it was like you were like trying to do, not trying to, you were doing something that what like something you really wanted to do, which is help your brother get healthy yeah. and all that. And I think I thought that was great. And so when it when he got injured, I was like, oh man, so I guess this is gonna go away now for a little bit. But to see, I would love to see it return. Who's, return oh, who's again, older? You or sure. him? Oh, he's actually older than me by uh three, three years and three quarters, but pretty much four years. He's born in 90, I'm in 94. But um, I always wait, call him my elder wait, younger brother. Wait a minute. Wait. wait whoa, 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 I gotta swear you were older pause, than me. Pause. 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 <laughs> Hang on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. You were born in '94. I'm born in '94. What? When? This whole time, I'm thinking that you were like older than me. We both. How did. old did you think I was? I thought you were probably like 30 at this point already. Really? So you, uh, you gra- what year did you graduate high school? 2012. Oh my gosh, that's great. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. So yeah. me and I, we graduated high school together. That, that's why it's. So we we actually met in the summer leading up to our seventh grade year in band. It was the only. Think of it. We met during the summer of DX in 06. Ah, okay, interesting. That's when we met. So that that's really what started our friendship. DX. Oh wait, yeah. so if it's seventh seventh grade, oh summer of 06. So you guys are pretty. So you guys are what 20, 20, um, 29? 28. I turned 29 and that's over. I turned 28 this year. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, so you guys graduated in uh, um 2012 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, the more class and anniversary, anniversary was coming up and all that good stuff. Oh, that's funny. My school, I don't even think we do that, <laughs> but you know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, with uh, my brother, I call him my elder younger brother. Um, so, so only because in the dynamic between us both, he's by far the younger brother, uh, 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 in, in our relationship. And I carry myself as the older brother, but granted that usually you can find yourself in that situation with that dynamic, because with the older brother, you kind of don't, when you're the eldest sibling, cause it's really just the two of us, there's no blueprint. So you're kind of lost. And usually the younger, you know, sibling will follow the lead of the older one. But I didn't. I kind of had to, I blazed my own trail sort of situation. So I always looked at it like I'm the older brother that didn't have to deal with what he dealt with. But I dealt with my own stuff. So I kind of like little bro him all the time. So it's funny how that how that plays out. Um, 
I think I asked you this before when we did this three years ago, but I'm going to ask you again. And then um, what is your favorite sound? Like what's your been your favorite sound that you've liked to use in your videos? Cause I know I have my favorites. It's always, like I said, the, the, the elbow video uh, from one piece that will always, mm -hmm. that one always gets a laugh out of me. Uh, obviously the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure one gets a laugh out of me, but, um, the one, and I'm asking this because the one I recently discovered, even though I didn't recently discover it, but cause I remember watching it when it actually happened was Scott Steiner <laughs> cutting that promo. <laughs> I got a funny story about that because I got my TikTok. I had posted that video on TikTok because Simone's like, stop using the F word on TikTok. And so I just recorded the video. Like, he's fat. And somebody got my video taken down for bullying oh. and harassment. I was like, this is some foolishness. I got it back now. Um, my favorite soundbite. Man. Um, well, one of your favorites, like one of my you know. favorites that I use in the video. I'm not going to use the Metal Gear Solid, the Snake Snake, because I, it's it's my favorite video game series of all time. That but um, the what would be my favorite? It's got it's got to be the moan because I put it at very random moments. <laughs> it's got to be. You do though, actually. Not okay, like I, I love I love somebody being so. Into like the, I remember when I was do, I did a commentary. It was like three minutes. I didn't say a word. All I had was just straight up sound effects. What took forever, but I I, I all it was sound effects. It was right in the middle. Random moan out of nowhere. I know it gets people in their house. Like they sitting there with their earphones on, or maybe they got they got the Bluetooth speaker on. They're just watching. Here comes the sound. They got to look over their shoulder, make sure nobody sees what they watching is not inappropriate or whatever. But I, it's got to be the random moan because I, I just love how I incorporate things that have nothing to do with the subject matter, but I make it work. Yes. 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 Oh, I know the other video I was thinking of. I haven't watched it in a minute. The video of the two dudes, it's like two dudes, at three dudes, they got the um, the band, the rubber bands around their waist and they got the boxing gloves. And they're just going full for I can't, you know the video I'm talking about, right? It's like they're just going where they're just full, um Yeah, uh, it's like Rock'em Sock'em. They're basically Rock'em Sock'em robots. Yeah. Well, I think the better comp the better comparison is basically what Jojo what uh what Dio and Joe and uh Jojo were doing with Star Platinum and yeah. and st with Star Platinum, where he's just He's just like they, and I think that's how you started the video <laughs> with that side button of just it's just going back and forth, back and forth, and I, that's one of my favorites. I, it's you're you're a gift. I don't know if anybody told you that you're you are a gift to the internet, <laughs> an absolute gift to the internet. I appreciate that. I, I swear. Um, so. One thing I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but we didn't do it. You mentioned how uh, Chris Benoit is one of your favorites because uh, he's great. He was a great technical wrestler, but also because you use him in a lot of your videos. When you say Chris, Chris. yep, that's always be there. But recently, 
Uh, did you see the situation with Jordan Grace? And um, uh, oh yes, when they said uh, um, when they 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 uh, sh- they didn't like the fact that he was being mentioned with uh, um the wrestlers of today or something like they they wouldn't he wouldn't right. be able to keep up or something like that. Right. She said that that he she didn't believe that he would be able to compete in this day and age, mm-hmm. which is debatable, which you can debate that, whatever. But she ended up having to recant it because the entire, well, then it was also then she mentioned that, that about what he did, mm. which, you know, you can't really, there's no defending that. You can't defend that whatsoever. Yeah. But my thing was you, she should have stood by, not she should have, I'm not going to tell somebody what they should or shouldn't do. I think she should have, I think her opinion was valid. Is guess what I'm trying to say? Like I feel like you could have that say because, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think she's she's right in a sense. No, you know, she's not. I'm not gonna say she's wrong. You know, I think. But and honestly, if I'm looking at it now, I'm looking at the the mass amount of wrestlers who wrestle that style Mm -hmm. and have taken it, maybe even wrestled the same way or have improved it to a way we've never seen it before, like Jonathan Gresham has, like mm-hmm. Lee Moriarty has, like uh, like Brian Danielson has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To see them do it that way, and then, then I, I'm thinking, you know, it, she, she's right, you know? But then to hear her recant on that is, is can't really hold her for recanting. But it's I just want to know, where, where did you stand? Or, do you think that, where did you think you would stand on that? Do you think... He would hang today. He would be able to go today. I think he would be able to because when we're talking about greatest technical wrestlers of all time, he is with Bret Hart, Kurt yeah. Angle, uh, um, Brian Daniels, all those guys, and his style. Like, because when you, when you really take into account the different sort of styles and technical wrestling, like Bret was such a technician, and everything was fluid. Kurt Angle, he was a technician. And he also had the athleticism that was there. Chris Benoit had the intensity. So with his ability in the ring, the only way that I don't see it being able to work is nowadays, and it's always been like this, but it's on a larger scale now, you can be the best in-ring worker. But if you can't speak on the mic, if you can't captivate people with your words, it's over. Like, Lance Storm was great in the ring, but his in-ring work wasn't so amazing that it got all of your attention, just like Dean Malenko. Their in-ring work wasn't so, and despite the fact Malenko's one of the greatest of all time, but it wasn't, if you can't speak on the mic, people will start to not care. So with Benoit, although he was sensational in the ring, his mic work wasn't really the best. But I think with what she had to say, she contextualized it with the in-ring work. And I think that's where she was out of line. Because don't get me wrong, what he did was a terrible act. And if people want to talk down on him or whatever, they have the full 110% clearance to do so. But that doesn't disregard what he did in the ring. It's just like O.J. Simpson. Is the man a murderer? Absolutely. Does that mean he can't run a football? Absolutely not. So just because somebody did bad things doesn't take away from how talented they were. R. Kelly can sing with the best of them. Does that change that he's a shit human being? Not at all. 
So, you know, that, that that's one of the things that kind of threw me off about it. And, um, and in this generation, the only thing is I always say this about when you compare um, generation to generation is Benoit would improve as well with the times. Because whenever you look at people who are the greats, they always make adjustments. It's one of the things that make Chris Jericho so damn good to where he's been able to be like a chameleon and reinvent himself through four decades. And he's been able to do it. So those who have been able to make it to the top in whatever sort of spectrum that they exist in, in any profession, they'll find a way to make it work. That's, um, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. My thing about the whole thing was like, as I didn't think, like I said, I, I can honestly, I could go either way. I'm not gonna lie, I could go either way. You know, like, I could think he could. I'd have to see. It, if anything, it have to. I'd have to see it. Well, unfortunately, we can't for obviously obvious reasons. But still, you know what I mean. Like, I have to see a match. Like, for example, if you were to tell me, like, that's why I think I kind of lean more toward towards Kurt Angle or uh, like, for example, like Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. That's, that's right. not going to change. It's like Shawn Michaels, and then right under there is Kota Ibushi. I love Kota Ibushi. God, I love Kota Ibushi. But, like, like I love Shawn because he, like, all-around-wise, he could do it all. Like, he could go 60 minutes with bread. You know? He could do that. He could, you know, have a fight with Diesel in a, you know, he could do that. He could freaking, you know outlast anybody you know he could throw down technically if he needed to against Kurt Angle like he did in those three phenomenal matches they had in 2005 yep you know what I mean he could do all that you know he was he was he was all that I mean Coda Coda versus Sean I don't know would I take Ibushi over Sean would I would I take Coda I wouldn't I wouldn't that's that's just me. Sean, you wouldn't take wait. You wouldn't take Kota Ibushi Pers over Shawn Michaels. Personally, no. Well, I I know why. No, you have a bias. You have a bias because he. Doesn't I don't have a bias. You should do. You say all I the time you don't like him because he honestly, doesn't like one match honestly, I wasn't thinking about the blow up doll until you brought him up. <laughs> oh, wow! I forgot all about that. Good <laughs> lord, man. Even though I did see a, a compilation of uh, Kenny Omega matches where he was. Broom doing doing finger bangs up bums and yep. wrestling dolls and all this other stuff. But I'm that's saying like, that is that's the thing. DDT that's what I'm saying. That is the time. thing that people always say about him. Oh, it's like, oh, like I don't like Coda because he had that one match. Have you mm -hmm. seen the rest of them? No, I, but you know, I like Coda. No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not just saying not taking over I'm not saying you. I'm talking about everybody else. Like a lot of people, like a lot of people, like oh great, now I'm on my Coda soapbox. A lot, a lot of people don't like this dude because he had that one match, you know, because and all that, and because he did like a whole bunch of other comedy stuff, like he wrestled Air Generico in a canoe, which is weird, but I mean, but well, whatever. See, 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 see he yeah, did, like, you know, and and granted, that was there was also that other time he was in the UK and he shot fireworks off himself. Fight all right, this man is wild. <laughs> <laughs> so this man was out. So basically, what you're trying to tell me is, was it I show speed? He also, he yeah, also, yeah. he also. I, I, so I show speed right. was trying to be Kota Ibushi. 
Um, actually, I think you're gonna actually you're probably gonna enjoy this. So you know how like when wrestlers land on their neck, it looks it it looks it obviously is painful. Yeah. So this dude, and I've read this in multiple articles and interviews, he practices landing on his neck to like so when he does take bumps like that, it can absorb it and and make it look that much. Hence Crazy. why when he fought the blow-up doll, he was taking such hard bumps. I, I just... Makes sense. Yeah. I'd rather watch that The Invisible Man versus Invisible Stand, though. But that's no, I, that was... That have you was, seen that one? I have not, but I thought... It, that, I see the thumbnail I, I, feel, I feel like Chisel the Don is watching that and doing like a reaction to that would be ridiculous. Oh. No, there was a one... There was one where... Uh, so... And I think it's I think it was Pro Wrestling Revolver. They had a tent. Like this dude named Man Scout Manning, right? Mm-hmm. Has a tent. And I guess he somebody had a match against the tent. Like against the tent itself. What? And what going on? on Twitter, it was like the tent is a bad worker. Because it doesn't sell for anybody. Good Lord, man. This IWC is going crazy, man. <laughs> no, it's just, it's not the IWC. It's it's the, it's the rest. It's the, it's the independent, it's independent wrestling itself. Yeah, but they, they, they know the demand really enjoys that for the most part, you know, and they show up because if, if, if the fans were to completely shun that kind of stuff, the, the promotions wouldn't put that on anymore. But the fans get so engaged and they get a good kick out of it. The promotions can keep doing it. It's only a matter of time before you see somebody start wrestling against a casket with a live body in there. <laughs> it's a cat. It's a casket match, but the other way. It's the other way around. Right that match was intense. <laughs> I cannot stand Jamie right now. Oh man, Jamie got all the puns, man. <laughs> Jamie got all the puns. Oh man. Oh. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I had fun. I yeah, it was a pleasure. This was an absolute privilege. I mean, if you and look, I didn't vote bag this time. Yes, I'd say we fit our hashtag great today. Hashtag redemption because this is three years coming, and we made it work. We made it work, and man, I, I thank you, thank you, brother. I I gotta I gotta be honest with you. This is this is great. I'm glad you were able to come on with us. Take time out of your busy schedule to do this. Um, where can they find you at? Hey, well, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Always posting an inappropriate photo, um, or I should say, video. <laughs> um, I, I'm 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 all oh, over God. social media for the time being. Um, at Chiseled Adonis. And, um, you know, go over, get yourself a laugh, tell somebody, tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend about the channel. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. We're on the road to one million. So help hey. us. Guys, there. guys, I, I found the match. Man Scout versus Tent. Oh, Lord. I know what I'm watching <laughs> when I get over this. It's a real thing. It it was it was at the wrestling revolver. It's, it's a real yeah, thing. I need to see this one because yeah. I'm going to put it in the group we're in. I can't believe this is re- I can't believe Oh, and by real. the way, for, before we close it out, J- uh Jamie wants you to answer this question, Isaac. What's the where's the name at? Oh, it's at the top. Hang on. Where's 
Mirab Devalishivili. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> um. Oh, the one more question I want to ask: How, how do you? How is it like? What's it like being a meme? And when I say a meme, like a lot of people are using. I'm seeing your just your basic reactions to things that you have used or your burner the guy running your burner account has used to just react to things. And I want to know how is that do you feel like you're like you hit I that my, my, top tier my, to where the point where it's like you know Yeah, I I've said I've said time and time again, I, I, I like to believe I'm top five memeable on the planet on the internet. I think I can I can add myself to that elk because I have genuine reactions and I say ridiculous things that can be utilized across all platforms. So I enjoy it. Um, my only thing is I try to now, um, and I'm going to introduce this with my new live streams. Um, um, I believe Clash at the Castle will probably be the first live stream back because um, I have to prep everything. I'm actually moving over from um, we're trying to figure out like streaming labs and then and, 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 uh, uh, OBS and figuring out the best way to bring out a better uh, um, style with the streams. But I'm going to make sure my at name is in everything because the, the memes now are going to be taken to a whole other level. But I'm loving every second of it. I want people to use my reactions for everything under the sun because I have a reaction for everything. Even though even the, uh, even the one to like every... Video picture of like uh, Joy Taylor. Was that oh yeah, question? absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's yeah. funny, it's because a lot of times people are, "What do you keep doing?" It's the pinned comment on my Twitter. I dedicate thirty-seven minutes. I go on Twitter for probably no longer than thirty minutes per day, and I and you're lucky if it even reaches past twenty. I'll just open up the app. I'll go to. I'll scroll through the explore feed or or what's on or whatever on the timeline. I'll see a Joy Taylor post, a Chloe Bailey post. Um, any post of a good-looking woman, I'll just post. It's time. Unzip, have a good time. You know, and I move on. And what's funny is, and literally just now, I, I um, Britney Spears had posted a photo. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and somebody, some, because she's always posting like nude photos on um, on, and I'm a Britney Spears fan. But oh, yeah, um, yeah. again, a bunch like she's always posting these provocative stuff. And somebody literally commented. I know you guys probably can't see it, but somebody literally commented and said, "Get out of your mama's basement." And I put a Google me right. They're like, "I don't care. You're being a creep." So it, like the entire time, I'm like, "Fam, I don't scour the internet searching for these video or, for, or like these posts to go and post. It'll come across my 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 um phone. I'll scroll. I'll, I'll click to post the um the video." I move on with the rest of my day. It's not even in my mind. But, you know, a lot of people, they take the internet way too seriously. So they're oh, like, yeah, yeah. it's just like I'm some neck beard just sitting inside my house, just foaming at the mouth, going back and forth, shivering, waiting to see a lusty photo. I'm not that guy. I just like to have a good time. If anything, I, I, I've if done anything, it myself, actually. To where if anything, I've, you're the I've antithesis been, of it because I'll see you. Yeah. On your, on your live streams, like when somebody says some wow, you pull out the flash, like, like yeah. hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I've, I've got to a point where I've said something on Twitter and like, I'll just mute it because it's like, I don't care. I already know I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for what I say to the point where I think I've been blocked by like 500 people just this year. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I've ever been blocked by somebody. I don't really care to get blocked by somebody or whatever. Because when I got on social media, um, and I'll leave you with this. When I got on social media, 
I already had an idea of how I wanted to go about social media when I first got on because I knew who I was. So when people give me compliments, when people really enjoy the content, don't get me wrong. I 110% appreciate everything, but that doesn't define, you know, who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because ultimately, I'm on here to entertain myself. And then if somebody else is entertained, oh, magnificent. So I don't get too high on the highs. Therefore, I never get too low on the lows. The only thing on social media that I dislike is when somebody were to take something out of context or I get blocked for no reason. And even when that happens, I'm over it like that. It's gone. Like when I get a a, a copyright strike or whatever, when I make my video. After that's done, I've already moved on. It's like my Pittsburgh Steelers reactions. Whenever the, the Steelers happen to lose, oftentimes, once the video's done, I finish my recording, I'm perfectly fine. I'm not one of those people who, after the, the, the whole week, I'm just miserable. I'm not that person. I don't allow ex- external things to you know influence how I navigate my day-to-day. I'm an incredibly positive, optimistic individual. So when it comes to social media and everything, I literally, I'll, I'll say my opinion. I'll do what I got to do and I'll move on. Like Andrew Tate video, my response to it. It's the first video in forever that I've actually lost more subscribers than I gained. But I looked at it like, all right, well, you know, there's people who rock with it. Most people do. The small fraction that don't. All right, cool, no problem. Hey, man, you know, if you have, if you could have discourse in the comment section, which people are having. And that's what it's all about. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to hate you. You ultimately just got to do you and be true to yourself. That's pretty much it. Thank you. Well, again, thanks. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I just put a parting shot in the group on Twitter. I hope you check that out. It's probably, speaking of genuine reactions, after you read that, you're probably going to have a genuine reaction because I I can't believe what I just watched. Anyway, uh, did you... uh, you, yeah. You know what you that it? means. Yeah. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get up out of here. I am uh, quite hungry. I got some wings I got to cook up myself. Yeah. So with that being said, peace, love, and Pop-Tarts. And always remember to drink your water every single day. Mind your business. And we'll see y'all on the other side. Uh, sliding it like a wet flow. Already fried from the get-go. Alligators look like echo. Everything I do, they echo. Big facts, my bank on big man.